Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lightbringers Podcast, episode 24, season 2. We have a release of a thing this past week. It's called Season 1, Episode 4. No, we're not doing the balance patch before anyone asks. Because <laughs> that would have been smart. Um, but, like, instead, we're going to be doing this, and we have some amazing guests. We're also going to be doing some in game things, which I told them about approximately 10 minutes ago. Probably, maybe. 15. But we have some amazing guests. <laughs> they are here. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Aren't I great? Aren't I amazing? How are we doing You're today, Pete? You yeah. are great, Jetbro. Wait. You are great. Before you say that, make sure, let me make sure I've unmuted you. Okay, yes, you're unmuted. You're terrible, Jebro. I can't oh. believe that you would have us here so ill-prepared. I've yeah, never been any single... Patch? I know. Yeah, we're going to do the bandits patch whilst <laughs> we're doing the tower. Okay. I'll um, as well. I mean, why not? True gauntlet. Let's go. <laughs> True we're gauntlet. gamers. We can do anything. <laughs> this is so true. It's my middle name. How is everyone doing today? Are we all good? Chat. Are we good as well? I'm. I'm just. I'm not ignoring you. I'm not choosing to ignore you all. It's okay. It's fine. I uh, am okay, but I may deteriorate as the podcast goes on. Because I had my uh, vaccine booster today, and I am... Oh. We'll see what happens. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Oh. Good reminder, I need to go get mine. Because the new the new one's out, right? New one's out? Mm. Yeah, I haven't had one in a very long time. It's a, yeah, the new release. It's just, so we've had the release <laughs> of the new virus, the virus, the the virus variant thing, and an episode. Look, so much releasing a lot of release happening. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just enjoying some water right now. That's me. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm great. I'm fantastic, Jebro. Today, I don't know what it was. I was saying earlier, it just feels like today is a shiny day. It's sunny outside in Chicago, but it's not, like, too hot. It just feels good. So I'm excited to be here with all of you. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> New balance patch vaccine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes, I just, you know, I just, you know, I share my deep emotions with Jebro, and Jebro like laughs. Know, like I didn't listen just to any of that. I just, I don't know. <laughs> my brain turns their head. My around. brain is like, okay, this <laughs> Now I'm here. Now I'm here. I was checking. I was doing the tech stuff, and I was looking. I was trying to move things, and my brain. I was like semi here. I was doing the thing where you know it sounds like you're here, and it sounds like you're doing things, but in reality. That's not the truth. You're not listening at all. No. No, I understand. Just ask how you are and shut down because it really doesn't matter. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, Too real, Glenn. Too real. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. I watched yesterday, I went to this, uh, I went to the Van Gogh uh, experience in Seattle and it was very good because I like art. And it is, it was, I just learned a lot of stuff about Van Gogh. I was just like, okay, yeah. That's why I'm still, I'm still like, you know. In the place, but you have all these. It's it's seriously. If you can go to it, it's so good. It's got like, it's basically like this immersive experience when it's projectors all around the room, and you sit in a deck chair. It's literally like a deck chair, and it's just all these paintings, animations, and it's just beautiful. It's not for like half an hour or so. It's really, really good, and it did mind fuck me a bit, but (laughs) already sworn today. Good job. Um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, go to it. Let's go. Fornex, how are you doing? Introduce yourself. What are you doing? What are you up to? How are you? Good to see you. Um, hey. Hi. 
It's nice to be here in, in America land virtually. Yes, I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. That, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm doing this week. This. That's your intro. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Perfect. We get all of Fornax to ourselves this week. Perfect. Uh, is the sound a little distorted? Uh, I don't think so. Anyone in the stream wants to... I did switch my audio around, but if you want to let us know, peeps. Sound is fine with me. Okay, cool. Glenn, welcome back. Do you want to introduce Hi. yourself? Tell us what you do, where you do it, if you want. I think Fornax didn't, so... <laughs> it's up okay. to you. If you do, but you can. Question. Can y'all hear the music that's outside? Because someone just like is at a red light and they're blasting their music so loud right now. No. Okay, they left. We're good now. Just use it as a part of your intro. Just like jam out to it <laughs> while you go like, hey, I'm glad I'm always a party. <laughs> you know? So, hi, everyone. My name is Glenn Angel. That's Glenn Angel. We'll make it Spanish. I am Dominican. I'm non-binary. My pronouns are they, he, she. Um, it is Actually, what day is it? Today's the 16th. Yesterday was the first day of, of Hispanic Heritage Month or Latin American oh. Heritage Month. So my power is doubled. Um, I am a content creator. Amazing. I do a lot of MMOs, uh, mostly Guild Wars 2 and Final Fantasy 14 on Twitch. But I'm taking a little bit of a break because mental health reasons. Um, and also, if you like sketch comedy, I like to do that stuff on YouTube with the same username, Glen Angel. Or on Twitter, you can find me memeing uh, at Hello Glen Angel as well as on TikTok. That and was the also, most professional. In- oh, continue. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, for <laughs> interrupting me. Actually, it reminded me something. It never does that, by the way. <laughs> just saying. If you're interested in playing uh, Guild Wars 2 on controller, I just made my first guide on YouTube. Whether you have the Steam uh, version or not, you can also play it on controller. It is a it is a lot. Um, it's much easier if you have an Xbox 360 controller because you can just take mine. But I teach you how to do it from scratch, so also you can make your own setup if you want to. If you don't like what I have going on, <laughs> I'm sure everyone likes what you've got going on, Glenn. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, we've actually got a command for that in the chat somewhere. I can't remember the command reader knows. So that will come up in the very I, near future. Actually, can I amend my introduction? I'm making a video playing Guild Wars 2 on the Steam Deck. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. It works. It's weird, but it works. So I'm gonna I'm doing that this week. So yeah. Cool. That's exciting. Okay. Do you have a Steam Deck? Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, they don't. They just, <laughs> they just like... stole it just now. <laughs> just in my imagination. <laughs> yeah, Fornax got like a cardboard box and wrote Steam Deck on it. Like cut out a little screen on it. It's just a Game <laughs> yeah. Boy color. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Game Gear. Oh my god, Game Gears were so good. Anyway, um, do you have a Game Gear, Fornax? No. Was it called a Game yeah. Gear over here, actually? Sega Game Gear. What are you talking about? <gasps> no. Oh, oh my god, the, the handheld thing. Wasn't it wasn't called a Game Gear here? What's it called? It was called a Game or Gear. Or am I showing show my age right now? I'm oh, too game young gear, to know what that was. Oh, wow. Yeah, Glenn and I weren't alive then. What do you mean you weren't alive then? I'm curious because I, I don't know. I actually am not. I think I think you're younger than me, Glenn. <laughs> I, I am younger than you. Um, <laughs> I am. I'm old. I'm all odd in spirit. Okay, actually, but to be honest, it came out in Japan before I was born. So. <laughs> oh crap! Okay. <laughs> 
Ew. Anyway, let's move on. Boots, uh, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Oh uh, I, I make things YouTube and uh, on Twitch sometimes I uh, released uh, I put out a build video the other day uh, nice. for Firebrand World vs. World roaming build I, yeah, I, I really that. enjoy using it it's good um, I've tried it yeah. and and I'm redoing the not touching anything in game and get to level 80 okay. challenge oh, yeah. I was wondering where we're going there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the middle of doing that actually and I'm just recording it uh off stream and uh and yeah just to see if it works without a booster and it's you know it's gone it's gone it's fun can you can you define you're not touching yourself while you're playing or you're not touching anything in game while you're well, playing I did say, just I did the... say oh the dog ring is this truly in game um, <laughs> um I don't know why I have to define <laughs> it's because Bornex is here. If it's, That's the my, only if reason. In game, I have uh, hobbies. What can I say? Okay, okay. carry on. Wow, I want uh, to. <laughs> I want what? to apologize to all the podcast <laughs> listeners for my snort. Um, that was uncontrollable. Oh, that's and the I... only thing that we're apologizing for. <laughs> that's the only thing. Yes, that's <laughs> only, the only thing I can apologize for. Me personally, that I can take into account. Whatever else happened, that's not in my control. Nor is... can I apologize for y'all. Yes, that's true. That's mm. fair. You can we only say. All day in hell when I apologize, guys. Well, Sorry. This, you don't get to <laughs> yeah. do this on your YouTube channel, I'm sure, Fornex, because I don't remember ever you ever being like this. I'd love stuff to is see. Scripted. I'd love a Fornex video if... about ERP and Guild Wars Two. Yeah, Jen, I would love that. I have seen I a little bit um, on Genuinely. my travels. So, like going around, not touching anything in game, just exploring. I've seen some weird stuff going down. In, exploring in, yourself and exploring. In Sage Chat and and just in the world in general. Good Lord, Rook. <laughs> <laughs> We're no longer I, on a family adjacent stream. Rook can say I whatever have, she wants. I have a very yeah. innocent palate, okay? Sure, Jeffro. Yeah, okay. No one believes Definitely. that. When you had to come into the stream, you did have to click okay for mature. So I'm just saying, really? you did agree yeah. to this, everyone. Um, <laughs> I will say. I will say, going back to Boots's video, I love in the beginning. Boots just keeps saying it's a build video. It's a build video. It is a build video. It's because he's just playing. Let you know, he's playing at the same time. So it's like you can tell when Boots is playing and doing a video at the same time because he repeats himself. Um, <laughs> but it was a good video. I did watch it. Um, Rookery, that's what you do when you do it. This intro is very long today. Yeah. Hi, I'm Rook, and very soon I'm going to be transitioning, I think, fully into ERP-specific content. So, um... You're pre- oh, right. Okay. <laughs> cool. That's yeah, good. so I think I'm going to actually beat Fornax to the punch on that. And, okay, I should also say, though, though I tease, I actually think do whatever you want, have fun, roleplay however you want to roleplay, enjoy yourself in game as long as you are consenting adults. I want to be clear about that because it does get a lot of a bad rap in the community. Um, and I myself am a big fan of roleplaying in all its many beautiful forms. But uh, you can find Wait, me. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> no, Bruce, this is I not a point to ask questions. Explore. I say the word explore, it gets turned into exploring yourself. I say the word don't touch anything in the games and it turns into touching yourself or touching things in game what's the problem (laughs) she says i enjoy role play in every form and nobody says anything because rook had already talked about erp which Uh, is like which which just takes you've got to do it that way so if you get the filth out early then it's Mm -hmm. then it becomes less filthy and it goes downhill 
I led boldly so that nobody would dare impinge upon my my honor afterwards. You know what I mean? My honor. Um, <laughs> my honor. <laughs> you know? No um, one has honor here. Out of everybody here, I'm the most innocent of all of us, and my channel's family adjacent. So, as we all know, um, I mean that I... that bit's kind of kind of true, but. Also, yeah. that's the end of the podcast because Rook's lying. <laughs> Sorry, we just All right, everybody. For real, though. Is that what happens when Rook lies? Just we end here? What happens when yeah. anyone we can't lies. return? Yeah, See. basically. <laughs> All right. So, hey, everybody. What's up? Jokes aside, I'm Rook. You can find me at Rookery. Uh, I won't take much longer. I'll just go through the actual links <laughs> because um, I think, you know, I've taken my spot for the intro today with jokes and funny times and spicy content. So you can find me on Rookery over here on Twitch, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can find me on YouTube at the same at Rookery. You can also find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. Um, when I'm not goofing around here and saying things I wouldn't say on my own channel, but just filthying <laughs> out Jebra's channel instead. Uh, <laughs> everyone does that. Uh, I'm usually playing Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2. I love MMOs. I love talking about them. I'm on several podcasts, and I also do shoutcasting and other hosting for games or content. Or We did a cooking competition uh, recently with Kroof as well. So whatever I'm doing, wherever I'm doing it, always happy to see you and talk about the games that we love. Amazing. And ERP, and, probably. And ERP. Not really. Don't uh, actually talk to I me mean, about that. No, oh, God. Yourself. I don't think it was ERP. It looked like just RP, but I've got a screenshot here I took as I was traveling across Tyria. Oh, my I God. I think this was in Ebonhawk. <laughs> and in the chat, We literally had this conversation. <laughs> Damon Tyron crosses their arms. Kane turned her gaze towards the now mostly open bar before turning her attention back to Damon. Just Kane. And I do write and read. I worked for the Priory for almost a decade. And I want to know more about... I, the problem was I was going too fast, and I got out of the the auditory. I couldn't hear it anymore because I was gone already. I was on the roller beetle, and I wanted to stay and listen to it more, but that's all I got so far. Something interesting was going down there, some sort of meet and greet. A meet cute, I'm thinking, at a bar. I genuinely like to just creep on people's roleplay. I would never do it if somebody was uncomfortable with it, but if they're just doing it in public channels out in the open world, I am that person that will run by, stop, and then just linger within listening distance because it's fun. I like seeing how different people like embody their characters, what they're doing, how the scene plays out. It's it's enjoyable. Also, I feel like I I feel like you someone is typing very loudly right now i either overheard <laughs> you rook doing rp once or you like i think you might have copy pasted and pasted in the wrong chat if that's possible in guild wars 2. in guild wars 2 and I saw yeah. No, yeah, but it's very possible because I'm a notorious misteller, so I can <laughs> <laughs> put it in the public guild channels. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. A notorious misteller. Okay. Okay, can I ask a question? Oh. Where does that mistell come from? Because I remember in 14 specifically, I see that all the time and I'm like, what does MT stand for? Because I thought it meant maintain. Old school. Well, because wow, I know probably. when I started playing MMOs, like the term we would use was WC wrong chat, but then someone yeah. like, well, that's water closet. I'm like, well, that's true, but. <laughs> well, it's water closet for Americans. In, in England, it's like not many people probably know what you're talking about. Well, they do now because of America. But no, like, I think it's water, water closet? 
I think that's not an American. It's not an American thing. Oh, is it? You say WC. Oh, is it? No, I don't say WC. Oh, no, actually, maybe we do say WC. What do you say? You say bathroom. Sorry, that's what I mean. I say, uh, Canadians say washroom. Mm -hmm. Washroom? That's what people just call the toilets. I don't wash my things in there. (laughs) Seems like a weird place to do it. you, wait, are you saying <laughs> you don't wash questions. your hands after going to the bathroom? You don't wash your hands now? Are we, is that what we're doing? <laughs> in the bathroom? <laughs> Where do you Welcome everybody to this Guild Wars no, no, 2 no, podcast. But that's not, like, if you go to the bathroom, that's, when you go to the bathroom, that's not the intention, is it? Like, you go to the bathroom to go to the toilet. Wait, do you not wash your hands? No, you wash your hands. Do you not wash your hands? Yes, you wash your hands. Then you're washing something in that room. Yeah, but you not or baths, no, but like, ask when you go, the yeah, bathroom, but it's just a toilet. A... There's no bath in there all the time, is there? I would not go to a bathroom with just a toilet. Where am I going to wash my hands? Especially I... in no, these no, no, times. No, no. But there are bathrooms where you don't, where you have like, just like... There's always a sink. You're always capable of washing something. Yeah, but that's not a bath, something. is it? But then you're also calling <laughs> a bathroom, bathroom with just a toilet. So how are you bathing in the toilet? No, but that's what I'm talking about. It doesn't make but sense. But yeah, so general, but that's why I'm saying that washroom actually is a better word to use. It is a better word. Because there is isn't better always word. a bath in the bathroom. Americans called it the restroom. Yes, and how that. much resting yeah. you're doing in there? Yeah, exactly, I, that's it. That's, I don't understand. It sounds formal because no one really says it. It says it's more it like sounds formal. Exactly what every restaurant calls <laughs> the bathroom. How did we get to here? I'll give you one guess. Boots. It's literally boots' <laughs> fault. Well, actually, it was and my fault. Also, this time. well, everyone's fault. And also, if we had gone and done the balance patch, we wouldn't even be here. So yeah, I'm thankful yeah, well, for that. Here. Why don't Tell we just me. put on the, the stream and watch the balance pass? No. About that. <laughs> this is what Boots is angling for, and Jebra's not going to allow it because Jeb already set this up to play the game today. I will deal, derail this podcast wow. in every instance. <laughs> we can't. We can't. I, we could genuinely do that if you want. I, I just forgot it was on. Actually, no, That's I planned right. it, and then the balance patch was on, and I was like, oh, crap. Also but I do want to just finish the topic. So restroom. I feel like colloquially, Americans don't say that. It's for businesses because when you go to a restroom in public, there's no bath. So there's no yeah. reason calling it a bathroom. Yeah. But we just call it a bathroom because it's what we've been saying all our entire lives. I would agree with that. It's definitely for businesses because, you know, if you're in an office situation and you want to take a rest, you go to the bathroom, hang out there for a little while, go on your phone, etc. Which is what I did when I worked at a call center. <laughs> Informally in the UK, people will say they're going to the loo. Mm. That's, That's very informal, yeah. That's yeah. true. Because I have no idea why. But I <laughs> one syllable. Is that where the term looky loo comes from? Oh, I fucking hope not. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so, so right Guild now. Wars 2 and the Nightmare Tower. Do they have bathrooms in Guild Wars 2? The Tower of Nightmares. I don't know. It's, Actually, we could do a whole podcast about that, maybe. We should look into that. Do that. We should do a lore video on that. A lore video. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. One. Where do I I've seen them in World of Warcraft. That? There's lots of jokes around them in the World of Warcraft. I don't think I've ever seen one in Guild Wars 2. They're, they're I don't think my characters ever had to go to the bathtubs. Bathroom. I feel like I've seen a bathtub in game before, but not like a toilet. Maybe yeah. not though. Maybe it's like know. the ocean. You just go everywhere. <sighs> I know well, what, what about... I'm doing this weekend now. That's great. Thanks, guys. That's what about <laughs> Have the a look pot? In for toilets. Yeah. What, 
What about the pot that Fran was almost burned in? Would that be considered like a bath? Yeah, yeah, it's sure. like a hot tub. It's like a hot tub, sure. Yeah. I mean, like a hot torture tub. Yeah. I mean, that that's a whole ERP section all by itself. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Look, we brought yeah. it full circle. Yeah. I love yeah. it. And yeah. we, as commanders, have the extinguishers, you know, just for safety reasons, in case someone yeah. has a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for every for every <laughs> So this woman I don't have so the portable like um distance. I don't yes. have that. So no. For every Sorry. ERP boiling alive party, there always needs to be designated safe word and a designated uh fire extinguisher. Mm. Usually an <laughs> elementalist using the water aspect. <laughs> Hi Jebro. Jeb, what do you want to talk I about today on this podcast? For a while. <laughs> this is actually the longest time I was making the They're actually doing a lot. Um, uh, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, what was I going to say? Season one, episode four. What's <laughs> 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 happening? We okay. gave you a lot of fun to bookmark this episode. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, it's going to be difficult. I just do intro and that's it. <laughs> it's just easier for me. <laughs> it is just easier, honestly. Well, you can do, you can write intro, but with a question mark. Mm. Oh, yeah. I do do that a lot. Question mark is my favorite thing to use, actually. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, season one so far, let's talk about season one so far up to this point. Has been a lot, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Loads of stuff. There is, there is also, I love how, like, Boots has totally derailed a loads of things and has a dinner to go to later. So, I'm just noting that as a second aside thing. Um, hey, I'm out no matter what. I can't do anything about it. I know. We'll, we'll come with you. You can just go on your phone. Right, <laughs> He's been like, crazy. what are you getting? Are you going to the bathroom? <laughs> oh my i just had major deja vu right now continue okay good thank you um <laughs> jesus christ what's happening okay <laughs> have we enjoyed uh season one so far up to now like the actual remake i know rookery and glenn no. have is not is that the killaris it is the killaris oh yeah it's the, the one, one that who i don't... met at one time yes it is Amazing. Nice to see you again. <laughs> this is the Boots once bit. again derailing. <laughs> He's yeah, just straight just, off the rails. Sorry, I just like I bring that up every once in a while because it, it was very embarrassing for me. It but was. now, now I'm it up again. <laughs> yeah. I have enjoyed season one. The yeah. question. There has been a distinct lack of toilets this season, but other than that, I have Excellent. actually found that I no, I love this season. You all know how I feel about this season. It's been like, it's all coming together. One beautiful moment. I actually think they've done a phenomenal job with each of these episodes um, in balancing both the stuff that's in them, the narrative beats, the story. I felt like each one of them, I have been really satisfied and been like, I really thought that this added something to the story. I really think this was an important beat. Um, And this last episode was really interesting because while the majority of it was gameplay focused, I felt like there was still so much story stuff and really interesting, you know, kind of content in it. And uh, the little instance at the end had its own kind of fun puzzle and the tower itself, although there have, you know, there's been some interesting feedback about it uh, when you're like doing it publicly, especially if it's your first run through and you never did it before. Um, But we did it in a private squad and I had so much fun much fun it was a really I, cool kind of piece of content i 
love the public instance of it. I think it's 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 something that okay, so Guild Wars 2 doesn't have a lot of this actually, except for in Okay, um... so the question was <laughs> Are you just generally enjoying it up to now, not this episode? <laughs> yes. Oh. And you can say random oh. general things, we will get there. But Bob, I would, I would the like to say why I'm saying this, Boots, is because I want to keep you in the moment. Now, now okay? I have a good question. <laughs> why did you interrupt me when I was talking about it and didn't interrupt Rook when she was because talking Rook about was it. very, very general. Whereas I know you're not going to be right now in this moment. Am I wrong? I would have to. I would have to actually advocate for Boots in that I was no. not so general towards the end. I thought you meant how have we enjoyed all of season one up to and including this oh, episode? Well, 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 we can let's let's say up to this point then, so we don't okay. go into this episode specifically. I'm right. not doing very well with defining my uh, my outlines here. Am I today? I would like to answer the question. <laughs> I will delegate. Glenn to answer it for I would me love well. you Thank to you answer boots. the question. Thank you, Boots. Is, is so, Boots okay with with their answer they just had? Because I feel like Boots. Uh... I don't think we're done with Boots' answer, um, but I, I just want to say my own. Boots' answer, to be fair. <laughs> so, guys, as a newer player, for those of you listening, I'm parting my hair. Um, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually played through the first three episodes again last night to get a different perspective because the very first time that I played it, I was fresh level 80. I didn't understand gear. I think I had a mix of like yellow, blue, and it actually was very frustrating because right. I think I also was playing Spectre and I wasn't playing a DPS build. I was like, oh my God, I want to be support because Spectre, you know, shields. And so the first, like, a lot of the instances actually took forever because they had so much health and I wasn't understanding what was going on. And then I'm like, oh, this is like an older contest, so it was meant to be group. Did they, you know, balance it correctly? And I just had a very frustrating time. But going back yesterday, or like the last week, really, and having like an actual, like, at least full exotics and like some ascended accessories, I'm like, and actually a DPS build it was easier to go through um much more so and i actually was able to enjoy it and i really really enjoyed like just like the 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 dialogue the story obviously it's stronger now it wasn't at, like it was there though and i really enjoyed it cool and my answer that was your answer okay good that was my answer you were just you just have a tendency to sometimes say the things you're gonna do so i was like <laughs> i thought you were gonna say i'm ending now and you did it <laughs> as i did as i did <laughs> like yes yes you'd say you kind of did okay anyone else <clears throat> um as a person who played through season um one when it launched and is playing through it now the thing that i'm missing is kind of the connective tissue and the active stuff that was in the world that was happening that was unfolding mm. the kind of breadcrumb stuff and the kind of massive stuff mm -hmm. but i think they're doing really well with the format that they're delivering the key points of the story so that people can connect with the characters i think they're doing an admirable job and i, I think it's great cool okay I would agree with you absolutely there. I think that a lot of the invading uh, from the clockwork nights during... Because during the festival, they were all over Tyria, weren't they? And during this yeah. event specifically, there were toxic invasions in different... I'm not sure if it was in different zones. Was it toxic invasion in every I think it's different in different zones? zones as well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there was very much this sense of they were invading areas rather than it was like, you know... 
in different episodes. So there was this, there's this build, big build up to what is the next episode. I'm not going to spoil um, too much, uh, but we do mostly know probably what that was about. Um, but like, it's just generally there's an invasion happening <laughs> like yeah. everywhere. Um, and yeah. yeah, that sense is lost other than in kind of, I guess this episode where we're invading a, a, place an instance and so we're doing the yeah no i see what you're saying because yeah they spread it over a a longer period of time where it's actual Mm. invasions happening but in this you do it you and you but only in kessex hills you participate in stopping the invasion of that just in kessex hills and just as sort of busy work just to like give you a kind of a grasp of what you did back in the day before going into the tower because I mean the the, the toxic um, events with the with the flowers that they, they, yeah they, they've yeah. stayed since season one so the people think of those as weirdly enough yeah it is so these are the only things that have kind of there's like a remnant is like a ghost in the shell of as, as it were yeah. of the story and so I would random. really I would if if they if they were asking me which they never do for very good reasons <laughs> I would tell them to make these early maps into event maps so that people can experience this story and just add it to the world the world boss trends you know just people would i i would personally love to see that and the and the and the maps that that they're on are fairly sedate maps with not a huge amount going on so you could really just spice things up and have a really like active um free-to-play game going on which might get more people to kind of stay in the game Okay. okay. Yeah, that it is weird how they just kept that going. I'm not sure why they did that. Why they just left the events in? They just they've just always been there, and they didn't do that with other places with the other events. I've been very confused <laughs> whenever I traveled through Keswick Hill, and I'm seeing this big poison thing. I'm like, what is this supposed to be? And I I didn't understand what the events were telling me, and that I had to down the enemies. I'm like, wait, why do I have to down these enemies? Yeah. Yes, that was or something. I mean. This whole season, we've seen in several of the instances, not even just this last one, um, the idea of, like, finishing enemies. And Mm -hmm. in the regards to things like the Queen's Jubilee episode, um, I remember when I was playing through it, I was going, oh, that's so cool, because it's like these are, they're not actually you know flesh and blood right they're watch nights so of course they could reassemble and come back reassemble and come back unless you like just absolutely crush them but then people were telling me that it was almost even more of a design mentality from this era where sort of like how as players we have our downed and like dead dead states they almost considered that it seems like to be something for enemies as well where they have a downed state but they can rally from that or come back from that and then like a kill kill state which is when you use that finisher and we saw more of that here in this episode but um i mean we're touching on the episode again because i think it's just all fresh on our minds at this point it's okay yeah um, that's true so yeah back then so you know what i think what was happening there this is just uh my presumption but Mm. what i think what was happening there is uh they they were kind of trying to teach people about stomping a little bit but not really uh but more importantly (laughs) Uh, they were at that time selling a bunch of finishers in the gem store. And I think maybe they wanted people who weren't just in PvP and World versus World to have a reason to buy finishers as well. Was it the... Yeah. It wasn't... But then, but what uh, happened was yeah. it, every, the <laughs> PvEers found it way too annoying to have to stomp out all these things that they just stopped. They got rid of it. They just stopped mm. doing it. Yeah. The funny I thing is... Love- sorry. 
Oh, I was gonna say, I love the cosmetics of finishers. I yeah. love like whatever you get, uh, you know, in even a single player game, the special cinematic, you killed an enemy, you know, like and you yeah. get the, you chop off their head or you fly through the air or whatever. And Destiny 2 is one of the only other games I can think of right now that's out that has something equivalent to that, where you can mm -hmm. get that kind of like unique customization character finishers um which is a, a cool i think thing to have in the game uh, but yeah it kind of has gravitated out after this point even though you do still use them in certain situations or at certain times but okay well the funny thing was is that prime gaming you can get a gift finisher for free so there is some yeah. intention there again then like you know and there's the there gift mail call, mail carrier thing again i guess as well prime gaming oh, do, they, uh, do they update it from the t-shirt that they they that yeah, they gave before. yeah, I've got, I've got the finisher. <laughs> it's weird because Guild Wars Two like does stuff which has already been out for like years, <laughs> and the Prime Gaming thing, which is a little gripe I have because most games do new stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just a thing. It's better than nothing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I'm not grateful, Joe Bro. Um, let's go into the episode. Okay, yeah, up to now, I agree. Yes, it's been fun. It's been good times. I do miss that whole overarching looming threat that is a that is in the world. I do very much like the fact that you can go into the you that it was affecting the events were affecting the world because I think they only they've only really done it during this season ever in this in the Guild Wars two. So it's been an interesting thing. Um, other than half forms a little bit, I guess. Um, but we're kind of leading into that anyway. The this episode specifically was i was trying to remember and going back and like where we were like where what was the story that led us up to this moment and then there was like the letter and we're going to check out this thing and i was like this is where casimir and marjorie like properly started bonding like this is like the first time like we see them kind of hanging out and like talking to each other and getting to know each other and all the things and it was very cool um in general like this is why we're here we're here to find out what this kind of anomaly is the interesting thing was as well for me when you came into this arena or into this uh, map sorry is that if you're starting this episode so if you don't start this episode the tower is broken it is not there but if you come into this episode and you've started it and then you come into the map their tower is there or the tower isn't i can't remember if i actually panned around but, like, the map is reset. So it's actually one of those very unique things in Guild Wars 2 that we've not seen much, where there's an instance in the map different because of the story step you're on. It's awesome. It's cool. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we were talking earlier about connecting the dots, right? I have been through this map a million times, but it wasn't until after seeing this and then you finish up the episode, right, that I even realized that this thing that was in the middle of the lake were the remnants of mm -hmm. Scarlet's Tower. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, all the trees and things that were along the edges of the lake here, I thought... Um, when I first was just kind of going through the game, I was like, oh, I guess humans have just been logging all of this and they've been, you know, building stuff. But my gosh, it seems, it seems kind of sparse. And, you know, it's what, a, you know, awful thing to do to just like log it so, so thoroughly. But as you know, it actually turns out and as they kind of revealed in the build up to this episode release, um, from what I know, when the original like buildup was happening trees just started vanishing around the lake they were just being mm -hmm. cut down nobody knew what was happening um there were like mysterious things that were happening around here before the tower even appeared 
and they do kind of neatly like bundle it in where they mention the trees and they mention other stuff and if you you know pick up some little notes and other things you get you know um like e talking about some of the stuff that's been happening around the lake and all these sorts of things so while they couldn't do it exactly the same obviously i think they did an amazing job with these instanced versions of the map and it really connected the dots for me on like why things were the way they were on this map oh that's good the one thing they didn't do was that you're right like that they've still got the remnants of the tower in the map while the tower is still up because that wasn't there before i'm pretty sure it wasn't so it's kind of weird because it's like that i think the rex tower is in the map still and it's not and the, the tower's up so it's like over there on the left hand side it's like this area where like it will never return to the game it's just gone forever and it was only there for like what a year i can't remember or whatever maybe less um but it's just interesting yeah no that's good actually because yeah i just think yeah if you go into this map you're just like what was what happened here like there's no story there's no mention of it whatsoever but now there is because you can do the story good stuff it kind of gets me excited to see what they can do um in the future because now that they yeah. like kind of showcase they can do like this like split instance in real time where players can see because i'm pretty sure like players who haven't finished see, uh the episode still see the tower while we don't anymore unless we like replay it it's like what can mm -hmm. that bring into the next expansion I have to say that's my favorite part is actually feeling like my actions as a player, as a character in the game, have influence on the world. And this can kind of contextual layering of of assets and maps and is amazing and I love it and I and I I advocate for it one hundred percent. Please give us more of this so that we actually feel like our actions have consequences. Yeah, I agree. It makes the world feel more dynamic, more alive. I think Guild Wars 2 always does a good job with that, at least very much so in comparison to other games that I even play, where even the fact that we have things like the meta events and sometimes a before and after state of certain maps and um, all these different things. I mean, even on some of them, like the dragons, uh, Dragonfall meta, where uh, you build the camps up and then the camps appear and all these sorts of things, right? I think Guild Wars 2 has a really good sense overall of having maps that have their own identity even outside of a time and place that you can kind of imagine in a certain way, but that still also feel like things are happening and you get to be a part of them. Um, however, one of the things we haven't seen quite as much is stuff like this with story beats, yes, where there is something big and resounding that happens that leaves an imprint that's like tied directly to that major narrative. Um, and I think that this as a perspective for the future is really exciting like glenn was saying because i too i almost immediately jumped there myself and i was like oh wait they could do stuff like this in the future and we could have you know this iconic thing that we have this memory of that after you get to that point in the story you're like oh that's that thing that i did it's right there you can see it on the map i i really love that i think it's cool yeah i wonder I... if no go ahead glenn I was going to say, like, I wonder what if they can make it so, like, it's a new expansion, so new maps, and during the story, there are, like, two different branches you can go through, and, like, it'll change the out the, the layout, but then converge back to, like, one single, like, map, so that way it's easier just to code and, like, have, but, like, in the the path of you going through that part of the act, of the story, you see a different, like, map than other players, which I think can be like mm. a really cool thing to play around for at least the beginning. 
Yeah. Okay, now imagine you're a brand new player, you get to play all of season one, and you get to be in the original Lion's Arch. I, okay, so that's until, what I want to bring Until up. it falls, and then you experience the whole thing. They could have it as an instance, you know? Yeah, uh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I, with It couldn't have been done without Living World Season 1 coming back first. Um, but now that it's back, it'll also still be very difficult to do. Uh, because that would mean all new players are disconnected from all other players in Lion's Arch. Um, but it would be it would be good for them to have seen what Lion's Arch used to be before it got destroyed. I and mean, they do get you to know, see it with story some wise. story instances. Yeah, but they the have same. no connection to it, right, really? Because they didn't get to be in yeah. it ever. I didn't understand. So when I was going through, like, sure. the the personal story um like oh this lion's arch looks different anyways because like it's such a small like section and i yeah. just focus on the npcs and the quest i did it until someone told me actually this was an old version of the map i'm like wait what mm-hmm. why is it new and then they told me what happened I'm like oh yeah. so uh, as much as i want that to be how it works where a new character um when you make it experiences original lion's arch whenever they go to it experiences original Kessex hills whenever they go to it before before mm-hmm. the tower was even there before it was even uh under construction let's say yeah um experience the game how it used to be and then when they do the story steps it changes to the current version um but i don't think i don't see how that could just population wise i don't see how they could make that work unfortunately yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm super curious to see what they're going to do with it. I feel like in some way, shape, or form, obviously, the finale of this season had to do with Lion's Arch being destroyed and raised to the ground. And even now, I mean, earlier today, I was wandering around the hub, you know, outside of Fractals, and there was a little piece of dialogue about all the tragedy and everything that had happened and, you know, all the lives that had been lost and how these NPCs were picking up their life again. But, yeah, if you are a new player to this game and you didn't experience that, you don't actually probably even totally understand what in the world people are talking about as you go through this major city hub that you're going to spend a lot of time in. So it's and the memorial and everything. There's so many things in the zone. Story spoilers before doing Living World season one last final episode. Yeah. Having a different Lion's Arch than the (laughs) one that's about to get destroyed. So it feels to me like... Of course, we're going to deal with the destruction in the narrative, but how they handle this, I really, I don't know what they'll do. I think they could probably do something like a different instance, but Mm -hmm. yes, like you said, would that be good for population? Would players not actually really, you know, it, it would be so hard. I mean, I think maybe one thing that they could do would be to have some kind of NPC or something there that would allow you to switch between those two states of the map at will so that yeah. older players who really just liked hanging out there could just go back and have that be their hub so that new players still saw people there. But you are splitting the population of the game um, in a major city hub, which Having seen stuff like that happen in WoW with the different timeline iterations, it does get to a point where it's so messy and so weird and old versions are just completely dead and it's awkward. But (laughs) if any game could more flexibly pull it off, I do think it's Guild Wars 2. Mm. It's just a matter of whether or not they feel like it's worth it or if we're just going to have 
specific instances, like an instanced version kind of thing where you play through and witness the destruction and you just kind of accept and roll in the fact that like, oh, okay, well, this happened at some point and changed the map forever. So and you I think we could well. use... Oh, oh, sorry. No, Fornax, you go. Oh, thank you, dear. Um, what I was going to say is that we could use the scrying pool to allow people to go back and explore Old Lion's Arch, get all the old achievements to do with mm. the map and the, and the jumping puzzles and explore the Undercity and explore, um, I don't want to spoil too much, there's a, there's a Order of Whispers hub there, which is awesome, right? And, and you should, and I think it's, I think it's detrimental having experienced it myself for new players not to experience it. So however they give it to us, Please give us this ancient city that we can explore because it's it's such a beautiful design. It's such a glorious place. And the significance of it, people will feel the loss if they can if they will have if they had experienced the city. Sorry, Nanga. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, it's it's something that players still talk about to this day. So, I mean, Obi makes a good point in the chat as well, that players are already pretty split having pass areas like Mistlock or Airship. So that having, you know, a hub like this that was also split might not make such a massive difference, which mm -hmm. is fair. And you could have access to it, something like a Mistlock pass for old players that you could earn through the season or have it as an achievement or something um, so that you could go back and forth to it. So... Or they could just destroy the current Lion's Arch and then just make it the way it was before. <laughs> sort it. All good. And, and like, could... just delete it. <laughs> like, one day, like, they're just the ultimate patch. We're bringing back old Lion's Arch because you voted for it. And well, they I just mean, say no. Going back to the they other one, repaired. it's also hard because, like, with alts, how would that work then? Because the alts don't go through the story and then you go to Lion's Arch and then, uh, like, uh, unless if they do the whole, like, when you go through the story, you get to the new one, you'll be stuck on the old one and your alts. I think it's how about uh, this okay. if we if we if we um if we appeal to greed to to corporate profit i will give you <laughs> real life money if you give me access to lion's arch if you give it me as like a pass or a mislocked sentry or a mislocked lion's arch i will give you real money if you oh, give on, which it one is me it? i miss england <laughs> give it okay, me please I like my little <laughs> Green talks. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, all of this, like all the future stuff aside, um, <laughs> I do think that this episode, so this release, right? I mean, it was amazing that they decided to do those different instance maps and that in true Guild Wars 2 fashion, it is so seamless and smooth, you know? You're not having to, like, click on somebody and be like, take me to the uh, one version before this version. Or, you know, like, I was playing yesterday with people that had already completed it. I, you know, have even seen people say that when they were on the map, their tower was knocked over. Mine was still up. Like, it's really nice to see that kind of fluid... Mm -hmm. um, responsiveness to those story beats and things so stuff like lion's arch i think is feasible possibly it would just depend on you know i think a lot of the bigger picture stuff and how they would want to do that but this episode alone had so much in it that i was really hyped about i thought there was a lot of great content some fun fights some really fantastic additions the little um lore recordings that you can find of scarlet holy cow like the writing in those and the voice acting they got tara strong to do new lines that weren't even in the original one 
and they were Full stack. so <laughs> good. I was wondering. So good. Terra Strong is a legend. Yeah, seriously. They've had some really good voice actors. I think they've come up as well through the ranks and like they're all like old because you remember like how old this is i mean this is like nine years old so it's like a lot of the voice actors are kind of grown up like grown and like gone into more like work and stuff so it's just been yeah it's always cool to come back and realize that damn you know actually had a lot of really really big people involved in guild also still do um mm-hmm. okay so there is a poll up on the on the chat as well for live peeps so Charlotte had very um Harley Quinn mixed with Gollum energy in this episode. Mm-hmm. That's actually mm-hmm. a good way to put it. Yeah, I would agree with that, honestly. Yeah, the voice acting is great. Um, up and so when up until the instance though, they did have so they had a little instance where you go towards the tower. I remember this was I think this was just a repeat before I think. And there's you, Marjorie, and Cass, and then you had to go and do events after that but it was but you were still wondering like what is this tower what is this thing like you're still not sure you've got you're like oh well scarlet's probably about somewhere i'm still don't think you're kind of there there's me like taking screenshots um but then there's all these little mini cinematics as well having a look at the tower and you've got you know them in their old outfits still as well i was like oh yeah this is still really and they're not changing their own new outfits and stuff marjorie seems way i think it's just just cheeky from the offset and i've forgotten how you know um i don't i can't i'm trying to think of the word um she's sarcastic and awesome and she's just great through this whole episode as well and casmer just is like this powerful mesmer and like you just remember how much power they kind of actually really do have because revealing this illusion that is a flipping tower it's massive and like everything she does like throughout the entire like instance in the episode is is pretty amazing but like it was yeah, i think, yeah, think uh, casimir's cool. powerful but i don't know if she's like jenna powerful i think in this case they yeah, actually explained not. it the reason why she was able to dispel that is because she found like the one loose thread in that was in the, the, uh, the armor kind of thing yeah exactly and pulled it that loose thread and just all came down like yeah. a norn fart at a moot that's true yes i mean that still does take a lot of precision and skill though and i really like that in contrast with her because we see at this point in her life that casimir is so unsure of herself she you know is very you know unsure of her own skills and direction and power she's been kind of set adrift um because of everything that's happened with her family and everything else and she you know doesn't want to get in the way but she also doesn't feel as though she's equipped to deal with a lot of these things these cataclysmic events Mm -hmm. and then you think about you know down the road her leading part of the charge in so many of our different metas in um even the culmination in iceberg saga the confrontation that we have on the drizzlewood coast map like she grows into herself and her own power over the course of this game. But seeing her at this raw starting point, a woman with so much power, um, I mean, yes, like she was able to pull one thread that unraveled it, but to actually send, like be able to read all of that magical weave and find the one weakness and pull it apart and do all this stuff. And yet she's constantly undermining herself for the episode. I really love seeing that and how Jory encourages her and tries mm-hmm. to assure her of her worth and, you know, mentions even just in her dialogue, you know, like if if Kaz leaves something out about that, like, oh, you all did this, you know, Jory says something almost every time about like, we couldn't have done it without you doing the tower. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have done it without 
And I think it's just these lovely, subtle details that Guild Wars 2 is so exceptional at with its characters, and they really shown in this episode. Mm. Even us, say... like, there's a... Oh, oh no, go on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, even, you like... recorded, by the way. We, we just... Fornix and I were just the, the wavelengths. <laughs> we want to say things at the same time. Yeah. Um, no, like, even us, like, as a character, like, there's a point... I mean, first of all, like, Casimir was also just exhausted after, like, show like you know taking out the illusion like obviously there was a lot of power because like she was like oh i have to take like a little bit of a break so she's downplaying a lot of that and even then she's complimenting jory's uh alchemy and saying oh, i wish i can like do something like that and it's like us the player was like but you know we couldn't even get into this tower if it wasn't for you it's like yeah you're right well anyways <laughs> what i was gonna say about about i agree with that by the way it's 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 amazing how powerful these characters are and how we kind of take it for granted as the player character how how good they are um but i was to to casimir she's a member of the um, mesmer collective Mm-hmm. which is a kind of secretive organization. There's a lot of hereditary members. Um, it, Jenna is a member, or reportedly to be a member, and it's the most powerful mesmers in Tyria, in Krita, at mm-hmm. least specifically. So she she shouldn't be underestimated, and the, the law behind mesmers is quite astonishing. And some of the, some of the, the, the magic that they've done has turned the tide in battles and the kind of like the mythos of the game. So, yeah, we could... We could see, we could be seeing the ascendance in in Casimir of an incredibly powerful character who could, at some point, like go dark side, which I think would be amazing. Mm. Oh, and actually, I was literally thinking that as you were talking, oh. I was like, I would love to see like the the Marjorie and Cass go go evil. I would love to see that. We'll just we do, do like... deep delves in this actually. For next, I want to ask you: Do you think Jenna could be uh, Liss? Wait, you're, you what? You are going on a tangent Ooh. right now. <laughs> you are going Ooh. on a tangent. No, no, no. Jenna and and it's a uh, what's her name? It's a theory. Jenna and her bodyguard being Liss and, uh, the, you know, the two versions the, of Lisa. The, the twin goddess. The yeah. twin goddess. Yeah. Let's I mean, not I go there. Should we? Should we? That, like, I mean, so like, you never money. know. You know, you never know. Let's let's Ilya, go back Ilya. to the episode. Um, but yes, you're right. Like, I love it. This is definitely this is like a Casimir Marjorie thing as well. Like the whole episode, the whole season, the whole game, honestly. But like, just the game. Um, but I, also, it's I also just love how in this season Marjorie is so like classic dust noir. Like it's like yeah, one of my favorite yeah. things. They really just like went full with that. I was like, let's have fun. Her introduction was super dust noir too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was mm-hmm. great. I, I feel like they don't do enough of it uh, these days. But mm-hmm. now that we're getting the friendship detective agency, uh, I feel like we're gonna get it back. They go full circle, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> They did. They did. They abandoned that for a while, and then they came back to it. I actually forgot mm-hmm. that she would. There would. There was like the whole detective agency because it's been so long. Okay. I think so. it would be. I think it would be perfect for us to go off on little detective agency stuff rather than this whole world-ending, you yeah. know, consequences all the time. It would be nice. And to then just we find a new world-ending event. Oh, oh well, if, shit. Probably. Yeah. If the next episode of Living World doesn't start off with. Uh, what's his name, Gorik, in an office, sitting at the desk, doing a monologue in black and white, 
and having like Marjorie walk into the 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 office being like we need your help or whatever and then the dame walked in blah 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 i i if he doesn't start off with that i'll be very disappointed okay. i'm sorry are we talking very specific erp for you right now is that like a, <laughs> like a setup yes, yes, okay okay i'm gonna okay. pull i'm gonna pull us back i'm pulling us back officially i'm pulling us back because oh, i know we man. do have a time we have a, you have a time limit today i what do you want me to do people <laughs> i've got to pull it back how long is that gonna take it's that's not what we're, we're not just doing that though. um okay <laughs> we're so, taking over the world event so there was the instance we had and then we go from the instance and then we're actually doing events so they're still doing the the events that you have to build up the bar you have to go around the map and do that bit how do you feel about that like continuing to kind of repeat that each episode is that something you don't mind you don't mind like kind of wandering around the map seeing how it is now like i always think of it as busy work and i'm i'm never really into it yeah but yeah sometimes it's useful to help people understand the situation that's going on and sometimes it's helpful to i mean for living world episodes when they introduce a new map they do it to get people to explore the map and learn about the map and stuff like that mm -hmm. so it's busy work but it's useful busy work most of the time this time i was like i've done this before meh okay. yeah it definitely didn't take too long you know, I mean, I, I think that was one of the things I felt like I it took me much longer and I was more confused with the one with the Aether Blades, trying to find the captains, trying to figure out what events did or didn't count. There was one yeah, event that was good. bugged for a little bit. That took me much longer. This one, when I kind of realized, oh, I can go find these spores and we can just loop around and these like mini bosses will chain. Mm. I, I thought that was fine. You know, I, I think there is something to be said about trying to almost impart upon your players that there is a certain rhythm and pattern to how they quest, explore, story, quest, explore, story. You know, um, mm. it's one thing that I, I think that they could, however, do in maybe some slightly different, more dynamic ways. You know, it's a lot of times it is just kind of like, go kill five of these things, fill up a bar, which due to the nature of living season one makes sense because obviously a lot of that was just content they were trying to push out every two weeks so yeah dynamic events pop up on maps okay great you do that you kill those things right probably pretty um formulaic to you know put out in certain regards um but for you know other things in the future i'd love to see if you know, we had an interlude moment, a now let us lead you by the hand to explore a map zone, be something more like a traditional side quest or be something more like, um, you know, go to these three locations and discover whatever lore, whatever thing that's there or engage with these things in slightly different ways. Because a lot of times it's just sort of like a general participate in whatever and come back when you're done, which is fine. But I think that they could lead players through some of the really unique or interesting experiences in those maps in a slightly more directed way that might shake it up a little bit. But I'm mm. glad that it's there because it is something that's different. I think players that don't explore those maps and just blast straight through story will find that they feel like there are big holes and big like parts where they were like, I really thought this would be longer portion or something else would happen here, but they don't even realize that the maps are a part of the story that you're supposed to be exploring to get the full experience and all the content that encompasses that. Cool. <laughs> Any other opinions about that? That's, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I feel like whatever I'm going to say is just going to be so simple compared to what Brooke just went through. But um, from what, from my experience, uh, especially redoing the Living World season one episodes before this. At first, I was not clear on what I was supposed to do. Like, I knew I had to do events, 
but it felt like the events there were so many people they they would kill things so fast i couldn't get like the actual experience or like the participation for them and i didn't know there was like a secondary thing i can do like the aether blazer that you mentioned broke before or i think the other one is like uh the very first episode or the second one was you would find like these like hidden devices throughout the map that uh some people were like planting so i from just reading the quest i didn't understand there was something different and then also the 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 mail maybe it was just maybe it just wasn't intuitive for someone that's just jumping in and not knows how like gilbert's 2 gives out information Mm -hmm. um but this one it felt like the events like the bosses gave me a lot more experience but i actually couldn't find the toxins or i wasn't I wasn't sure where they were um, because I remember seeing them in the instance, how they were like bluish, but then I couldn't find them in the actual map. So that was, Mm. that was confusing for me in general. Uh, So I just waited for the chain boss and luckily they were pretty easy um, compared to the other episodes. Okay. I, I actually have to agree with you a lot a lot of the time as even as a veteran player now I am a bit dense <laughs> admittedly but even as a veteran player I find myself stood at a map going what the fuck am I supposed to be doing now what 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 am, where where the where fuck are we and what the fuck are we doing and it, it, and I don't know whether it's I mean Honestly, I don't know whether it's because I'm not reading every single sentence that the the the, the, the people I'm, I have a tendency because I'm impatient to want to click off the speech and just get on with it. So please, if you need me to know stuff, and I can't be alone, please speak to me with the text with the speaking. That's what I need. Yeah, yeah, I need that yeah. as well. My chat will attest to that. <laughs> I think they could do more to like specifically indicate that because when you are in the story beat moment, you want to be in that story beat, right? Like, mm. if I'm fighting the Aether Blades, I don't want to be dicking around on some part of the map that I'm like, this event has nothing to do with the Aether Blade struggle. Why am I even doing this? Yeah. Thinking of that episode with like the unique things, right? Um, or like you were saying, Glenn, finding some of those hidden communications that are kind of like a cool extra layer of stuff that's going on between the different factions on the maps and stuff. So it's moments like that where something more directed, like a more traditional side quest is nice in a sense, because mm. you have that NPC or whatever, like you were saying, Fordax, that's like, we found out that there's a whole bunch of correspondences that have been hidden and we need to gather all 15 of them. And so then you start going around the map and you like pick them up and you look for them or you, you know, do whatever it is specifically for that. Guild Wars 2 offers you many times a hundred solutions to one problem. And it's great because maybe that one thing that you were trying to do is difficult or annoying. And in some regards, it gives you that freedom to be like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'll just pick up these berries off the ground or, you know, whatever. Whatever it is. But other times, I think it leads to a lack of clarity, especially if there are like parts of those components that um, maybe aren't as clearly communicated. It, it helped a lot for me on this map in season four, or sorry, in Living Season One, episode four, that Jory had a big green arrow over her head. And that the events that were specific to the toxin were all marked in that exact same green. That helped me a lot just visually to kind of see, okay, this is what I need to do. But Glenn, I did actually have the same moment as you with the toxins, because in the instance, what I thought were the toxins she was referring to were those like mushroom stalks that exploded. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then 
but then there's like actually those weird little clumps that have like a golden marker over mm. them that you can go to and interact with. They're like a little spiky clump ball thing. And I did not even realize that that was, I was like no, looking for either. mushrooms with red rings around them and I couldn't find any. So I was like, I don't know, whatever. Know what you had about. a golden marker on them? Cause I found them, but they had no marks. So I'm like, oh, this is tox toxic oh. sample. I guess this works. I thought mine had a yellow marker. At least they did in the nightmare tower. I in the memory, yeah, they did, but not in the actual like map. Yeah. Uh, you have to like look and read. I don't like reading. They're like things you can actually, you can actually like salvage, like yeah. So then they were like trees and and like mining nodes that you can pick up and then you can hand them in, right? I'm pretty sure. You see, I was a complete idiot. I thought it was the toxic spores that we were farming from the from the events that I was supposed to hand in. I was like, that would make sense. This is the toxic thing here, toxic thing. Yeah, toxic it was weird. Pocket. No. I think everyone just kind of went and did mostly the events. I think yeah. Marjorie still took those because I remember those leaving my inventory. Oh, Obi says the ones that are specifically left behind from the toxic events, the spore pods, have the golden marker. Mm. But the ones that are just around the maps do not have the golden marker. Okay. okay. Mm. But going back, going back to the 100 solutions for one problem, I wonder if it would help if, like, you know how they have that list of things you can do? What if they just had in, cap, in all caps, or... <laughs> XYZ or ABC. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was a little yeah, bit. Or, yeah. Like Clear instructions have... for the hard well, of the thinking. Thing is you That's get what you, I yeah. For every single thing. So if you look now, like you actually get the reward of the toxic spores. Like, is that the one you can hand in as well? Or is that the collectible thing that you need to craft recipes with? Or is it the same? Like, I'm, I'm just like. I'm confused. That, that's a collectible. Marjorie did not want those from me. Didn't want them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Checking was none of my shit. Inventory. None of it. That is not so going to help me get that away from my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. it would be nice even if they're like the npc the quest giver as it were if you clicked on them and they said you know here because th they do this sometimes where you talk to the npc and then they'll kind of elaborate on what the different tasks are mm -hmm. so if you could talk to them and you could say like go collect toxin spores and you said yes i'd like to collect toxin spores and then it would like show your map and like be like bink 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 like here are the toxin spores or something i don't know so that you had like an idea the sound effect was, did it for me thank yeah. you <laughs> draw your attention to them or um something like that or you know she, she would have one right next to her and it's yeah. like this is what it looks like this is how you harvest it um mm -hmm. i know it's 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 silly but i actually feel really validated in that i'm not the only person that sometimes also looks at what the thing is telling me to do and i'm like what? Oh, we've talked about this before. We've talked about this before. Sometimes it can be a little bit vague, and it can make you feel a little bit stupid. Like okay. I definitely when, like have that feeling at times. Or when you get a new like special action uh, button, and you have to like quickly like look at it and read like what it's supposed to do, and it's a paragraph of what it actually does, and you're in the middle of the combat, and everything's going wild, and especially when you're on controller, <laughs> and you have to like slowly move your joystick to go there and read, but you also have to move, but you're out of action combat, so now you're just moving like strafing yeah. instead of running around, and it's very scary. Yeah, I <laughs> yes. never, I never use use my joystick in Guild Wars too though, so that was a bit of a flex there, Glenn. Honestly, <laughs> that's not a flex though, because this is this is all I use. So I'm just like, like that's a flex. No, it's an awesome flex. Like you can use you can use the controller, the controller video, which will probably yeah. be spammed in chat right now. 
but I can't. YouTube tutorial video for setting up controller in Guild Wars 2. Thank you. But yeah, because like after a certain point, I now can no longer use a keyboard and mouse. I can't play MOBAs. I used to love them, but now my hands just. Oh, God. They flop. One day we'll do a podcast on MOBAs. We'll just play Stronghold the entire time. Oh gosh. Uh, but all of that's to say, I did feel like in this episode, it was much smoother, a much smoother process yeah. in that kind of like map transition. Mm-hmm. And I was super in it. I was super in it. This huge tower on the map. Everybody was telling me to like, while you're on the map and the tower is visible, take a look at your actual map because there's a unique version of that map that pops mm. up. And it is like, you can see the tower on it. And it felt very much like the, even the, you know, kind of um, weather effect filter and everything else that was on and those events when they popped up and the those green markers, like it felt very fluid for me to go through them, but not so long that it bogged down pushing forward, which I think was really important important because um one of the big parts we haven't even really talked about yet is the tower of nightmares itself which mm-hmm. is my very first time going through and that is a pretty lengthy hunk i mean there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff to do in there and even more so if you're like me and you talk so much and you're doing giveaways and things um while you're doing it that you complete it with two seconds on the clock before you get kicked out so it's i mean there's a lot of stuff in there and a lot of lore and all kinds of things too so it didn't feel like the episode got bogged down pushing us towards the real feature point the real threat this huge tower that even has some like very interesting foreshadowing in it of some things with the crate that i thought was so fascinating but there's so much content in the tower alone i find it so funny how you say you only had two seconds because this reminds me of when you were doing season or episode three on stream and you were not able to <laughs> disarm those bombs because you were talking <laughs> i didn't realize that they wanted me to actually time limit d- dis- disarm all the bombs and then they exploded and the people died <laughs> <laughs> Which was kind of a fun alternative fail state, I think, reserved for me, the only player in the universe that was so distracted while talking to chat and welcoming in new players that I didn't even do the bombs in time. Well, granted, that was like one of our first time hearing like Scarlet's voice, so obviously everybody was stunned. I had a lot of thoughts and feelings about that, yeah? <laughs> um, I'm going to take us... We're going to go through... We'll go through the instance in a minute. I think maybe... Uh, I What I'm going to do is I'm going to fast-forward my video through the tower itself because I want to go and talk about... Because I reckon maybe we talk about the story first rather than go through the tower because I'm not sure how long the tower's going to take. Or what, what do you want to do? Do you want to go through the tower first and then we talk about the story post... Or do you want to go, or should we talk about the post story first before we talk about the instance? Because I'm wondering if we are able to go through the instance successfully and if it's going to take ages, because I want to make sure we, we can, get the story talked about. It'll take some time, so might as well talk about the story as we're going through the tower. We can do it. I would just want to, it's the instance stuff as well. So there's the, I mean, I guess you go through it anyway, because you're taking down different bosses. Okay, let's try. Let's see how we go. <gasps> we'll see how we go. We'll be all right. Everyone. I'm excited. We could, we could, what I could have done was said, like, if everyone in chat wants to join us in a private squad, but I'm not sure how many people it takes to do it successfully. You want to do the public one? I don't know. We might be in different instances if we do that public one, but it's really? five, it might be tough. Party? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we can try. Well, let's find out. 
I was gonna say I decided to try as a part as a private because the public was very stressful. It is very stressful. The first time going through it. I haven't done the public yet. Yeah, I've only done the private. Did you? How many people were you in the private, Rick? Do you remember? Was it more than five? Six, seven. Okay. We had some. We had some join us as we went. So let's let's um. Yeah, we're some people here, are whispering we're me. All here. Well, why don't we? Yeah. Why don't we? Uh, even if we get like three or four people from chat, we can. And you did it, right? Let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's do yeah. that. Let's make a private. I one. think we. Do. I think we would be oh, more than able to do it, honestly. Yeah. But we'll have to pop back out, right? Or do we? Can we talk to this guy and sh switch it? Or sorry, I've, this person. And switch I've it. gone out. Yeah, I'll make a go. I'll create a squad right. and stuff. Oh, okay. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. This is I, part of it, so, right? Like this is this is part of the fun times. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> I wanted to ask all of you. This gives us a good moment. Because, okay, so I did it first mm -hmm. uh, with a private squad. And we went through, I say five at first. We had ultimately eight people total join us for working our way all the way up through it. Um, I have heard some of the feedback about the instance um, being that for, you know, people who are going through it by themselves or things like that. And then they went into the public version right. that it's super hectic it's like it it's, it's very wonderful. hectic it's uh i mean obviously we all know mmo players so mmo players will get to the point where they blast through stuff at breakneck speed don't like pause for anybody don't let anybody like explore to try and find all the little lore things and stuff like that and because it is made to be more of a group content it is a little bit spicier right um i personally i guess i'm of the opinion that it's, it's so tough because I would love it if it was able to flexibly balance for something like a private version where you could just play through it for the story and explore it. Um, but I also kind of feel like it is in some ways similar to things like our Dragonstorm and stuff like that, where it is like meant to be kind of an instant piece of content. And I wouldn't like queue into something like that solo, you know? Um, so it's, it's interesting. I don't know if any of you... If you had negative experiences with it, I guess is what I'm trying to say, going through it at first, or if you really loved it at first. I, yeah, I really loved it. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I like the public, public as well. Only so far. Yeah, I haven't I like done the, the private version. The public feels more dangerous because everyone's just kind of, everyone fo either follows yeah, the commander like... or everyone's out for themselves. And it's just like, feels more dangerous. It feels so good. I... It's like a, a race to the top of the tower and everybody's yeah. just like Absolutely. dropping like flies on the way. But there's chests as you go through it. Like if you've got the chest thing from uh, like on your, um, on your bot, you can see chests in there that you may not yeah. normally see. And like people are like, oh, how do we get to this chest? And I remember I was like climbing up this random like route and like doing a little glide because you couldn't do that before because you had to go a and different it, way. And it's such a unique experience in the game too, though. Like the only other time you really got something like this was kind of with the uh, South Sun Cove first exploration where everybody's just kind of has one purpose and it's making it to the end of this thing but oh, not yeah. necessarily bringing each other along for it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like yeah it's just it's fun it's like um one of those it was that old movie uh with all those cars everybody was in a race together trying to get somewhere uh, cannonball. Oh, cannonball cannonball run. Run. Yeah, yeah 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 it, it kind of feels like that going up the tower and <laughs> oh yeah that's a good comparison really enjoy actually it. Yeah. Really for me it. i wasn't the biggest fan because it reminded me of like dungeons when i tried and people just like blasted through and i was very lost and confused 
because there wasn't a commander when I did it, and I felt like when I joined the public, it was like three of us, and out of nowhere, like just 15, 20, 30 people just came out of nowhere, and it really brought up the um it, it just brought up like the difficulty of all the mobs and i mm. i didn't understand that we we're just like trying to go through everything i'm like oh can we like kill some things just so everything's not like diving onto us and i think the only reason i saw was because i had like mesmer like blinks um mm. and then i tried to like be with like another dragon hunter and we were like trying to protect each other we would die i was like okay let me, let me rob you so that part was fun but then i wasn't understanding how then there were like these like elites to kill or champions and i'm like wait do i do i not get experience if i'm not part of this and i couldn't i found like maybe two chests it was confusing just to say the least it's like my first time and everyone just gunning it okay i'm gonna say quickly as well if anyone does want to join us once we start going it's gonna be very difficult to continue on with us so we're not gonna come back because (laughs) it's gonna be because we're still doing the podcast but if you want to join us you can join us now we have about we have a bunch of people actually this is awesome like 10 people so that's cool so if anyone does want to come in or you're loading in and chat please let us know and we'll wait um but we do have to kind of go because we've only got an hour and a half but let's you know we'll, we'll, we'll get it done but there's loads of people i don't do these people down here the travel golem oh no that's right because it's red now because it's only just died and that's cool mm. i don't think i've ever seen yeah. a private instance of this because there wasn't a private instance before because there were no squads Mm. Yeah. so when this was first introduced was this just like almost essentially open world content like like an no, open world it was still instant kind of oh, okay. yeah because like so in if effectively this is something i was going to bring up i think this was officially the first meta like the first technically oh. first meta because there is oh. nothing else in the game wait in core guild wars 2 there was no full meta event was there there was like other than the other than no 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 i mean like map in terms of like the same mechanics like progressing through something other than yeah like it was there was nothing else really harathi centaur meta no that's not the set i mean in terms of like um heart forms you know how they've you've got like dragon's end and you've got like um uh the lanes uh thingamajig chakran like all of that kind of the markers on the map like the intention of going through a map and kind of doing this overarching goal all at the pylons yeah like you've got this whole thing there's there's like events which chain that's that's the game but like this was this kind of felt like it was the first kind of initial wanderings into like big group content where everyone's already together towards a goal mm. specifically um rather than just like a world boss or like doing events to lead up to a world boss and i think this is their kind of first bash here and that's what it felt like for me i'm not sure if that's like right but um yeah i also I feel like there is a bit of a sense of rates in this which i really loved i loved especially because so many players won't really get that kind of like group effort um, you know, t- trash encounters slash mini encounters um, into little boss phases. Like, mm-hmm. there is a lot of that in here. And if players are, I think, especially new players, wondering, will I ever get something like that in Guild Wars 2? If, you know, whether they could or couldn't do the dungeons or things like that, this feels much closer to me to something more like a stepping stone to our current raids and that sort of thing. So 
I really love seeing this here in season one, which is free to all players forever that are on the core game uh, from here on out and that they can play and go through. And I think get more of a sense of some of the really fun design. And it's just cool to like go up through. My mind was blown with the bosses being those sort of like different, you know, characters who might hallucinate or had lost in the game. I just loved all of it. It's so good. I will say again, like, I like the idea, but because everyone's legit running and gunning it, yeah. it's probably yeah. not going to be that 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 experience. So maybe people might think it's going to be that, and then mm. they come in and everyone's just like, if you're too slow, you're going to die. And then if no one's like behind you to res you, you're going to have to like, you're, you're just going to be dead dead. So yeah. there was that... that. There's a real Hunger Games vibe to this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. So like the first thing, for example, like the way we've gone into the tower. So if you're listening and you're not, you can't watch us right now. We've got about a squad of 10 doing this privately. Um, the first thing you've got to do is kind of destroy this pylon and you can't really move forward until you've done that. So you all kind of get bombs together and you destroy this pylon and you kind of go through. I mean, there's and there's, there is a sense of urgency because you've got time limits, like an hour and a half, um, which is cool. And yeah, Rook, I love what you said about the raiding aspect of that because I remember that feeling as well when I was first playing it. I was like, you know, you can get... Like, this feels like it could be a raid thing. But back then, I don't think we had squads. So, like, we didn't... That, I guess, wasn't there. But maybe the thought was, like, this could be something where, you know, you could progress through this. And I wonder if they could do that in the future, you know? Like, they could have raids of events we've done in the past. And, like, you know, they've got the assets, you know, make bigger arenas. They've got the bosses, you know, create content from that. I think that would be cool from doing past stuff. I would love to love to see that honestly but you know the yeah. jade's the meta feels like a raid honestly though yeah he's pretty broke. it does glenn just did you just did that for the first time recently right you were talking so, about it on my oh, stream nice. yeah like i was able to clear after my third try and it was so much fun <laughs> that's awesome oh fair try okay cool like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> the first time was iffy the second time was really fun because it was very much like Someone was like, we'll try it. And then there were some people that were like being helpful and like essentially leading. And we almost got there. So we were all just like proud of ourselves to like yeah. get so far with like so little preparation. Like it was like maybe not even 10 minutes of like prepping. Like, do you want to join? Join us. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. And you did it as well. <laughs> so we, we got, uh, we, we couldn't like kill finish it off but like okay right, we got right. to the end so it was a lot of fun nice. i think it was just t too many mechanics at the very end okay, does anyone have a table does anyone have a table i don't have a oh. table, got a table? it's mm. okay got CC. how do you put them out do i, I feel like oh you have to like buy them yeah, yeah, yeah it's just not having your thing we'll be fine we've got cc someone's got sanctuary up there i've got shield too oh thing. it's down it's fine yeah it's all good Remember, this is, this like... is my first time doing this in a group, so this in is... an organized group. I was just <laughs> hair on fire, balls of light, running for my life the last time I did this. Yeah, CC is, uh, is not something that people massively... I don't know, like, I think people are getting used to get used to it, you know, the CC. And also, don't forget, this is like season one. The intention here isn't... Is, is CC, but I feel like as well, like, it's still... If you're a new player, like, they shouldn't emphasize CC too heavily as they do later in the game like get and kind of warm you up to cc like it should be a thing but it shouldn't be the be all and end all thankfully 
because uh, I think people are still trying to get used to the fact that boons are a thing in this game at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, this is great, though, because I do feel like this mm. is something that kind of leads players into even understanding a little bit more. Like you were saying all yeah. of that. Like, it doesn't feel without challenge for mm. veteran players, which is such a hard balance to strike. But I do feel like there's a lot of good lessons, even the special action key in here, even the, you know, all of these different things, we see them kind of pop up here or there in the story. But when you think about how, like, in Cairn, you have that special action, um, you know, yeah. sort of glide around and stuff like that, where, uh, again, they're kind of building the overall language of different things that you're going to encounter in, like, later instance content, be it fractals or um, raids or strikes now, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but in this kind of fun chaotic way i mean i i definitely agree glenn thinking back on what we were talking about with the fact that i think it is this is something that is going to be tough and probably overwhelming for um a good portion of new players that like just are don't even know what's happening and they're not even sure this is the first time going through it everybody's just yeeting and rolling through as, as fast as they can i think it's always a danger and it's something that definitely will come into play here but um yeah i i i feel like overall i still enjoyed this so much um but it's one of those things where it would be so nice if there was some kind of like just playable story specific instance you know or like and, i mean it kind of is i don't know it's so tough it's tough it's tough honestly when you get in here and you see everyone running you kind of just pick up like what like how is it supposed <laughs> to be like okay we're just ignoring all this like it's not like the what's going on after a while it's like oh i just have to run and survive yeah right yeah. now that's, Honestly, what, that's what it is good. and that's yeah. what it was to begin with like the first time around a lot of people it was a learning curve for a lot of mm -hmm. people how to get to the top of the tower you eventually would take like your you would make a build just able oh. to run as fast oh my as goodness really yeah. oh yeah. yeah it was like yeah. with uh, it was like with halloween and the the uh yeah. back then people well, didn't so. even want to fight in a group with a group mentality with like 30 other people anyway so they were everybody mm -hmm. was just trying to run to the top of the tower individually as as, as well as they could basically yeah. yeah like this was not what was happening we were not stopping to like fight <laughs> these ads we were just like run 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 get this thing that's like that has the swords we run, probably run, don't run. need to yeah. either honestly i think we're just doing oh, okay. it for the sake of it <laughs> <laughs> like, I like doing like, it. I, I like, don't know. I do. Yeah. Me yeah. too. I like I killing care. things. Yeah. I like pressing yeah. my buttons. I'm not in a rush. That's the thing. I think the rush. I think the yeah. rush of the world yeah. is a thing. Like I think actually, genuinely, back then, there was probably more of an like more of a necessary like to kill things because like you can get rares and stuff from them dropping their champs. You know, like they uh, drop loot. People were farming those pristine uh, uh, toxic spores. I also so, love using my finisher in here, especially my random one, because I get to show off my PvP stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm rank 80, cool. I get to have show yeah, off my dragon and stuff. Like, you know, that's I, cool. I, mean, I gotta be honest, from a, from a story point of view, I think that they could have easily had three iterations of this. A squad version, an open world version, and a story instance where you run through this with Jury and and Marge uh, and Kazmir. I actually think and, they could have then... run through this with you anyway just yeah. even in the squad one right well i mean so they are here in some capacity i i caught them as like well my hair was on fire running through this place but yeah, yeah i caught I conversations like. with them so. not good not good do the mobs respawn here i don't think so we well, gotta go 
I don't know. No idea. I don't know at all. Because I remember I felt like thing. they did, so then it made more sense of like just running because like there's no point mm. if you're like a little too. Actually, I have a question. Has anyone done the Mage Tower in WoW? Because I don't know. Like, would this be similar? Because I haven't done no. it. Uh, no, Mage Tower is completely different. It's a single player instance. Oh, are we? No, it's not single oh. player. You can do a couple of people, but that's a difficulty. It's actually very good. That that it's tough and challenging, but it's fun. It's as uh, fucking hard as a coffin nail for some of them. It is. It is yeah, super I love, hard. I actually really love that content in WoW. So we've, uh, when I started playing it again, it was very I mean, unique. You very unique. Gamers too, though, and I really yeah. appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, I, I really, I do love that this is in here. I think that mm. it is such a fun and interesting piece of content to kind of encounter and to work on and to you know go through. Um, you know, you were mentioning for next the fact that a couple of the NPCs do show up periodically. Um, the one thing I would love for that would be if there was actually like more of a moment where I could talk to them because I ended up having to default to like trying to talk to their characters while doing these fights because they just kind of like run around willy-nilly like Bram's over here so I was like yeah, oh, okay I'll grab Bram as fast as I can right now because he thinks he's talking about how he thinks he sees his mother here which is like so haunting you know and he yeah. thinks like he thinks that she's spying on him because at this point she's still alive and thank you to whoever targeted Bram because I did not know about that dialogue yes but yeah. I had so much trouble getting this dialogue when I first went through even with our squad because they kind of randomly run around and attack whatever and they'll randomly like run around with whoever's in your squad not even just you, yeah, for you. Mm -hmm. so like I, I had to literally like stop fighting Fighting in the middle of the boss fights, uh, fights just to try to click on them to get their dialogue and hope they didn't run out of range. So I would have loved a little moment as you enter these areas where they stand there and like have dialogue over their head that you can click on and then like all agree, kind of like in dungeons, you know, like, yes, let's rush to the boss or something. Um, I know it's very silly and it's a very short, tiny bit of dialogue. Either that or, mm. like, actually just have them say aloud that dialogue over their heads as you, like, run through. Well, it's not, a like, just area-based. It's, like, mm. the whole instance-based. But, like, this part um, as well, like, when you've actually got, you've got the hallucination and the first one was Trahern, I didn't actually I don't know if I've ever done the first boss. I mean, I must have previously, but I didn't get to do it yesterday because I was a bit behind when it ran through. They changed. They changed. Oh, I didn't know it that, is. actually. Yeah, they changed, yeah, they changed based off of um, your or your party members' uh, mentors. They change sometimes. Yes, just I mean, they're, like, true. they can be just generic NPCs as well. But Scarlet will actually, like, talk to you and say, like, oh, another, like, dead mentor. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Because there was. I think it's true. If you haven't yes. done your personal story yet. Oh, really? Yeah. I had Tibble, which is unfortunate. Oh, I was I've the seen. first one. That's so <laughs> I was like, because I asked in the map, and they were like, "Yeah, like it is, it is mentors and stuff." I was like, "Oh, oh, I love that." I yeah, yeah. is tough. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So this is foreshadowing because all of the dead mentors and Tahern isn't dead yet in the story. I know. But it's foreshadowing. Oh. Um, Logan, Logan is also one that you can <gasps> find, and oh. I've had. Um, uh huh. And I've point. had oh, what is his name? It's not Forgal, is it? The mentor Forgal, from yeah. um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I had the first. Yeah. 
That's interesting. From the, from the vigil. I'm loving this. It, this is good. Are we it's also good that people are playing through the first stories because this is really fresh for them because they'll have just been interacting with those people. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. Wow, if you have the dialogue like priority in terms of volume, like you just hear so much like grunting. <laughs> it's just permanent grunting, like the whole that's time. Me. That's just my character. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rap, rap. Like, it, I mean, it is the male norms, or maybe it is you. At least it's not a Makote voice six. <laughs> is that like a fun of. What's that? Yeah, it's it's a very annoying. There, okay. Isn't there a lore? Oh, it's not in here. There's a lore page in one of these areas. Oh, yeah. Please tell me where these pages are. If anyone yeah, finds please. the chests, that's that's okay as well. I'm just going to wait for Bram to come along. Come on, Bram. You slow bastard. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> There's a lot Don't of... forget to pick up a key, by the way. For Don't the, for the chest at the top of the tower. Oh, yeah. okay. Wait, this, this was... wait a key where? Um, let me just link it in the party. They it's, uh, it's, so bad in this tower, by the way. Where do you buy the key from? Keys? Yeah, where do you get that? The so the it? NPC at the start sells it. Um, um, you also get one at the end. And jewelry, yeah. You get one at the end, and there's a chest at the end of the tower where you get one. I will say, though, um... What do you keep open? What chest do they open? Keys. The chest at the top of the tower. Yeah. Oh, I must have already had one then from doing it. Okay, that's all right. Yeah. So anyway, as I was saying, um, they're, they they taunt you at the top because I got mm -hmm. to the top and there's the final instance, right, that you get it to at the top. Mm -hmm. But right in front of the final instance, there's diving goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh. you, you can transport yeah, back up to the top anyway. You can. You no way! I didn't know that. Okay, Are you serious? Like, oh, dude, like, no! Think, uh, 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 you're not gonna get me this oh, time. I'm no, already in the dark. I don't want to climb back up again. Yeah, no, no you can. So if you in. fall down, because if you fall down off the thing, that would suck. Because I did that, and I was like, I'm definitely. There's the little parachute people. Because I don't know if you parachute people. That. The parachute is <laughs> the parachute mechanic people. It's the parachute people. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're the parachute. People. I'm not sure. Anyway. But yeah, I'm uh, I feel bad that you didn't. Know. Fuck, 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 fuck! Sorry, I'm gonna mute. <laughs> what? Is that the right way or the wrong way? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going for it. I'm just confused. Just Let's go this way. I don't know. The boots and I are back here just vibing. I guess maybe you went the wrong way. I'm just following the commander tag, which is Jabro. Oh, you two have gone the wrong way completely. You're on the first level. Excellent. We're going second level. Are you yeah. sure? Because there's an up. Yeah, because you're on the first level. We're on the second one. But there's oh. <laughs> not that tone. It's a simple one. Okay, Jeff. All right. <laughs> I'm just trying I'm to help you out here, babe. <laughs> also, I'm just hoping that apparently the first time I did this, I did not go at all in like the north left corner of this chamber. Yeah. So you can oh, teleport to friend in here. You can teleport to friend in here if you want to. Can you? Cheat. I wasn't able to, and yeah. I tried to scream. Oh, no. Were you not? Mm -mm. Oh, maybe what because is... it's a private instance. I was able to do it in a public one. Oh. Um. Hey, We're learning new things every day. Ooh, this mm -hmm. toxic ceiling. All right, we found the right way. We came. Cool, there's an event over here, people. I am a fountain Ooh. of useless information. <laughs> it's it's useless. very useful. Yeah. Increasing. 
Were you also the type, because um, this was me, uh, growing up, just going from Wikipedia article to article because they just all, like, piqued your interest? <laughs> I, I was, a sh I, I, I kind of absorbed lots of general knowledge because of other things other than Wiki, but yeah, I, I liked the... Mostly very long conversations with my dad. I saw someone had the uh, unicorn finisher there. I'm very much approved of that. Unicorn. I like that's the I'm I do kind of I I that's why I really like this place. The the finishes is is very awesome. I, I do love that. I've said that a few times. But <laughs> keep saying it. But like, do you think, end... is it too difficult for people to feel like that's a thing to keep having that in the game? I guess if you just have loads of enemy dead PCs around, people get bored of just doing that, I suppose. I, I think that, but also, like, what if, like, you like you don't have the best sustain in your build, and then yeah. you thought you killed something, and then they, like, get back, and... Because there was a few instances where that happened for me, and like, I still have, like, an okay-ish build, but no sustain. Right, and I'm like, right, no, right. they keep coming back. <laughs> the enemies uh... are not reviving me. <laughs> I like the idea of it for specific enemies. Yeah. Like, enemies in which it would make sense, right? Either they are undead, like the Risen, or um, they are, like, the Watch Knights, like we were talking about, constructs that unless you, like, completely scatter them, they just keep coming back. So I think mm -hmm. that even just having, like, specific... I don't know, in like a raid or something, or, you know, having some kind of enemy type that if you got familiar with it, you knew, I have to make sure I do a finisher on them. Um, could add an interesting like layer to things where people would have to make sure like you know take this person down finish them take that one make sure that this you know enemy is is fit is dealt with but mm. yeah i don't know like across the entire game i'm sure it would get kind of annoying you know especially if um you know you're doing something that is not super like not meant to be a challenge in any way or is you know older content or um you know you should be so powerful that you know when you kill someone they die like yeah 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 well it I... also would be so atypical from other mmos that like it might just deter people like why do i have to do mm -hmm. this like mm -hmm. i'm just in the open world going from like map to map why do i have to like kill things twice type of thing mm -hmm. that's true that's true i do i think it's very unique mm -hmm. to guild also sometimes i'm like maybe they should I don't know, go into that, lean more into that uniqueness, and then sometimes I'm like, eh, is it worth it? And that Guild Wars 2 does have a lot of stuff where you're like, eh, this is, like, different, but I don't know if it's necessarily good, <laughs> like DRMs. Um, and, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> grumble, grumble. Yeah, um, I hate them. But, like, yeah, there's sometimes there's just the thing of just, like, yeah. But, like, downing but people is, like, an essential thing in, like, world v. It's world such a cool feature for, for, like, PvP modes, to be yeah. honest. Like, I think mm -hmm. that was, like, what? And then the strategy, especially with, like, uh, structure PvP, of, mm -hmm. like, do you just let them, like, bleed out for a bit? Do you cleave them? Like, I like that a lot. Okay. We got the yeah. uh, next boss over here, please. I guess it's the new player experience versus the veteran because it's just second nature to me with all the world v world that I do. Yeah, you, yeah If yeah. you don't, if you don't down your enemies, your commander will bitch at you like a motherfucker. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. no. They them out, I guess, as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you've got to get them down because they'll get up, and then you've just wasted your time. Yes. That's They're true. never gonna keep them down. It's the rally, <laughs> fun rallying. <laughs> I like it doing this. It's definitely less stressful in a in a squad that's for sure 
This yeah, my testicles aren't even on fire. Is this even gaming? Come on, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> if we're not yeah. sweating, pressing our buttons, what is this game? I don't feel yeah, sweaty enough right now. I need everybody to set this up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll start giving you quickness. This is another <laughs> like this is another thing people can do though. But this is the thing. This instance, you can just keep doing over and over again. And technically, you can just keep farming it for materials and stuff, yeah. right? Like, is it just is it that Guild Wars Two? Do you think Guild Wars Two has too many of these, or do you think this is fine? Like, I mean, this is a thing to think yeah. about. I I'm not sure, honestly. That's myself. the bread and butter of MMOs. Is an entire genre. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Repeatable content that you farm for something, be it. Sorry, mounts, cosmetics, way. skins, higher eye level gear, whatever it is, right? Um, so no, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it gives longevity to content. I think it gives long-term staying power to content, depending on like what that farm exactly is. Yeah. And I think that them tying into this, you know, uh, not just like a one-and-done kind of deal, right? That there mm -hmm. are these resources that you can farm that, kind of like you were saying earlier, Jab, it becomes almost like a mini-meta where yeah. people run this and will actively be running this, which I think is um, good overall. So, no, I mean, we have a lot of stuff in the game, like the story, although you can even repeat the story. You can repeat the story and do achievements and things. Yeah. Um, but, like, there are other things in the game that I think are not exactly this, that mm. it's not something that, you know, you do a jump puzzle, you complete the jump puzzle, or you, um, you know, complete whatever course or do whatever thing, and it's it's more one and done, although, of course, other people will still continue to work on that or farm it or do it in some sort of way. So I don't think I it's think inherently a bad thing. I think the main problem that the game has is directing people to all this awesome content yes. because it's 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 kind of hidden and lost and you and like today I did a boss I've been playing this game for ten years. Today I did a boss chain. I did a boss in Path of Fire that I've never seen before. Like never. Oh, I was nice. like, wow. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Please yeah, for, to your content. Me, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> for me, I love like all the different variety of stuff that you can do in this game because to me that's one of the main reasons why I stuck with the game and I've you know I've come back to it and I'm like, you know what, yeah, this game is for me. Because like uh for me and Brooke, we play Final Fantasy fourteen mm -hmm. and even though like it's an MMO that does have various things, when it comes to various things that are current that people are actually doing, it is so limited. And very little people want to do older content because it's seen as not relevant. Like, if anything, it's for cosmetics. But then because yeah. people just want the cosmetics, they don't want the challenge. Mm -hmm. So they'll, they'll want to just do it where they're higher level, higher gear, so they can just get through it. And there's not the enjoyment of, like, for at least a newer player or, like, someone that wants to just, like, relive the old glory days. Or like, when they used to do this fight, it's very rare to find people like that. While here since there's no like gear grind everything is like the same you can do various things and i can enjoy as an, a newer player enjoy things that people have done years ago that people are still doing years later mm. yeah yeah you can never you can never out gear the content that's I mean, a, that's a huge selling point that they don't bang on enough about i mean i guess also there is that the fact that if this wasn't being re-brought into the game right now would they oh, even fuck. have? Sorry. What? What's the matter? Sorry. I just I just pulled some more monsters. So. Oh, okay, right. It's <laughs> okay. Incoming. We're good. Fuck. Uh, yes. It's okay. Time to be sweaty. Be sweaty. Okay, time. Whoever's at the front. Whoever's at the front. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, we're sticking no. together. The idea is Never. to stick together. Okay. 
We got some people that came behind. Yeah. Just trying to bring. I also back. love how like for go. the older maps for Living World, like I know a lot. A lot of stuff is like tied to like really big achievements, like legendaries. Yeah. And also the dailies of each of the Living World stuff. So it's like. I'm here doing this one thing that I would expect not a lot of people to be here, but I'm like, there's like a lot of people doing metas, doing this, and I love it a lot, that there's incentive and there's stuff set out to do older stuff. Oops. Yeah, Come on, D. Come on, D. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> you got it! Yeah, I think one thing that I could be talking about, like, especially as we were, you know, some of the things that were jumping to my mind as we were just talking um, now about a lot of this is that there are so many wonderful things to find on maps, even unique little mini stories, the event chains that are outside of um, the metas. Or like you were saying, a boss you'd never even seen before that was on a certain map. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed about Elder Scrolls Online, um, which I've talked about a few times, but the way that they handled kind of open world narrative stories and things like that was that in the achievements, because they also very actively make use of an achievement system, mm -hmm. um, but within that, they had on certain maps uh, these almost like greater... They're almost like, they're zone complete kind of mentality things, but they tied them into some other unique stuff. Like you have this zone and there's um, a museum, right? And they're trying to research the history of their people. So if you go around and you become, you know, the ultimate champion explorer of this region or whatever, um, you find these ancient relics from these different areas that might come from like different events or different, you know, whatever it is. And then you bring them back to the museum and you see them like appear on the pedestals and you get lore about the history and context and like what those you know things were and then as you go through it you unlock various cosmetic outfits specific to the region and the history of those people mm. so like they iterate off of that in different ways they've done stuff like find pieces of this ancient tapestry that was hugely important to us and it unlocks a furnishing item or you know other stuff like that that's kind of like a a post-mortem for each zone as you go through it but it essentially like makes you go around and like do different events content chain sightseeing and i feel like something like that in guild wars 2 we had the return to achievements which people were mentioning in chat which i think did take me back to a lot of maps i hadn't explored in as much detail and directed me towards things like jump puzzles or um you know side metas like mini metas that i had never even done but i would love to see every zone in the game like in the future of the game almost get a reliable capstone like that like Think about how cool it would be if in Arborstone or, you know, wherever we got something specific to, I don't know, a collection of history through Echo Vault and, like, the things you could bring back and upgrade in, like, a, a part of Arborstone or, um, so that you had, like, more of a reason to, in a directed way, seek those out. And they're usually indicated by a quest where you start there and you talk and they're telling you about, like, what their mission is. And then that leads you to something like the achievements opening up and you have an idea, which we, you know, have in the game. But I think that would give people almost more opportunity to revisit those maps and specifically call out things that, yeah, might be a little finicky, but would be part specifically of this collection. Like, you know, complete three side stories on this map or you know follow this event chain to its fruition or um those sorts of things that would kind of be almost their own lore collection or something if that makes sense mm -hmm. <laughs> honey take my money please take my money <laughs> okay we had Ritlock there as well who was the boss so like it's not all like you know 
Because Ridlock's never going to die, because if it does, that'll be sad. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, like, oh, he's probably going to kill him at some point. No. Fun. Oh. No! He and Logan have to fall in love and live happily ever after and get married after Kaz and Jory. Come on. Yes. Anise will be the one to be like, no, Jenna's not going to happen. But look to Ritlock. <laughs> also, uh, Jenna being um, Lissa. There you go. <laughs> would, be, would be a good reason why Logan's so infatuated with her. Oh my gosh. <gasps> You never know. So, the, also, so is this is this too long? Do you think, or is this okay? Is this like like is this an instance like no. too much of a thing to be like you know? It's fine. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. It, yeah, it's hugely important, oh, yeah. and I think they balance the story content and this instant content well, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, it feels like even though the vast majority of this episode is in and of itself action storytelling and this instant and the other things that you're doing, mm -hmm. um, I still felt like it was a satisfying chunk and yeah. that it was enjoyable. Cool. Especially hearing uh, Scarlet's voice, it's everything. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like, I love it so much. Yeah, she's good. Like, we so get to really... It's Yeah, it's like the poison... The thing is, the... so there's two elements to this. There's the physical poison, and then there's the mental poison that she's trying to inflict mm. upon you. So she threw out, like, oh, there was a line where she's saying, um, you know, she's saying, like, Ritlock is, you know, taking down all of the mistakes you're making. Oh. You know, you're meant... To... Are you okay there, Phonix? Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, you Fuck you. Okay. I have a question about this actually, because by the end of this, when you defeat everybody, yeah. she doesn't seem very upset about it. It seems like it was this all just, just a means uh, to an end. This is exactly. This is not the the plan. This is just like right. Part but then of it. what? Yeah. What? What was the point of what it? What was the point? And this is going to be. This is a question. This is a good. This is a good thing. Yeah, because I there felt that wasn't as well. A point. That's the thing. I think she's just trying to like she's messing with us. The poison, you know. She's got the Silvari here. Like she's got the Nightmare Court. She's got like the crate. She's just trying to build Probably up these forces, the Aether Blades, and everything else. Because she didn't have the crate before this, did she? Right. Where is the last she? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did it was interesting because. Yeah. Right. We, hadn't interacted with, we, we hadn't interacted with them yet. She she built the alliances before the whole thing, all Shaban kicked off. Oh, and she had them like right. pieces, okay. like pieces yeah, yeah, on yeah, a board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. So we had, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, that's the thing in my book. It's funny because I think there's even, like, there are many ways to interpret her. At the end of this episode, you get the question um, mm -hmm. from one of the NPCs, and you're talking to them. Do you think this was all just her toying with us, or do you think yeah. this is part of a plan? And you yourself can choose what you say in that instance, which I think is really telling. For me, I feel like although she has, I mean, fallen prey to, you know, this corruption of her mind, and she's lost so much sense of self and what would be considered to be her own traditional logic, she's still a brilliant mind. And I was saying as we were playing through how truly impressive it is that these disparate factions, like these groups that have had their own dissatisfaction with the world in many ways she was able to bring them together mm -hmm. and not only that but then to like merge all of their different magics technologies all of these different things right in many ways she does what we ourselves go on to do as the commander and at that time i actually had somebody in the chat mention that they have a whole like 
headcanon AU character that they do that is Scarlet if she had become the commander and had stood up to Mordromoth to face his threat like she in was intentioned Ooh. to initially. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool because a lot of times when we have our own headcanons or we roleplay or things like that, right? A lot of it is built out of our love of the game and the themes and narratives and characterization that are in here that inspire us um, and that have some sort of basis or why we write fan fiction, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so to me, I think there are some amazing parallels with her. And I think that her uh, assault on the world was not just a one-pronged thing. I think some of it perhaps was... I guess you could say to entertain herself uh, when facing this void. But a lot of it as well, I think, um, was her own fascination, her own ability to bring people together. You can't win on one front. Okay, well, then I'll assault you from a thousand fronts and I'll eat away at you. Just like my sense of self, who I am, has been eaten away at um, mm, and yeah, that's I the think, big point. Like, Rook, when are you going to be a professional game reviewer? <laughs> <laughs> I think she already is, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I've, you know, written a few reviews, but then they knew it. But I mean, oh. it's just one of those things where I think there are a lot of themes and how much logic you want to read into this as being <laughs> an actual actionable strategy and how much of this was experimentation or other things, I think is really up to you as a player. But she was Can definitely be trying a lot. Can I be a law nerd right now? Yeah. yeah. So she got together. She the, the, the goal was to make the, the bridge maker. She needed to track the ley lines. She needed to understand mm -hmm. the eternal alchemy to do that. Hence the inquest. She needed to be able to bore down into them. Hence those awful dredge creatures. She needed, and, and she also needed uh, armies. And this is where the crate, formidable, mm -hmm. and the, the nightmare court came into play. They each got something from this. The whole Tower of Nightmare is to bring about their profit. This is the only reason they're helping her. They have no love for her. They have no interest in her goals. The only reason that, that this tower is here is to bring the forth the profit from their past. Mm -hmm. So they believe that... So you know these crate obelisks? They, mm -hmm. The crate believe that, that those are... Uh, points at which uh, their their elders sort of like think of it as ancestor worship passed into another realm, and they want they've been waiting for them to come back to take over and murder everybody and reclaim Tyria, and and she has literally given birth to one of their ancestors for them to secure their alliance. You didn't. There you go. Am I the only one who knows this? No, no we know no, bits no. and pieces, <laughs> but like not like the uh, the the you know yeah, not like the because that because that's what we fight later, isn't it? It is funny yeah. that they still follow yeah. her after we. In, in well, there's got to be a reason, right? Like take out the uh, people join you and that profit really easily. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I mean, mean, if if she wins, she can just do it again. Right? Yeah. 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 She can, and uh, there is a lore book in here that talks about that, that is um, up top that mentions, and it has some, like, very intense foreshadowing about, like, what would happen if they did return from their realm, or, you know, if these mm -hmm. things occurred, what would they have found beyond? Were they in a place like the Mist? Um, is that where they ascended to, as or a, is it as something a tiny else note, yet unknown? People, we, I think we have to kill them. Within like a certain amount of time of each other, apparently. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, oh, so, okay. 
I, yeah, I, okay. that was what I found out the other day and I was like questioning I was like is that are you sure because I didn't know <laughs> so like if we split off onto the other one a little bit I'm not 100% sure I'm pretty I, that's what I was told anyway so I'm gonna blind oh it is okay good 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 so there is I'm those mechanics a great in time this. learning I'm having a great time learning about all this lore right now because yeah, this is why they're yeah. here it's I'm easy just the host. Just... <laughs> I'm yeah. bringing people. I, I've met, like, before when I played this game, like, I, I just knew the basic gist of the story, but I've, I learned a lot from all... This is why it's good to have so many different people on there, because I don't know a lot of this stuff myself. Yeah. So, like, my, if I my don't know... My knowledge is really reason know. puts up with my shit. That's the only reason I'm here. No! I mean, okay, yeah, you're basically. here for so many reasons, you're a brilliant human being that we love getting to spend all, time with. Actually, but, everyone, um, if you come into the corner where the actual thing is, then the boss will follow you and we can just clear yeah. them both come up, come up. Uh, but it was really interesting because one of the big questions leading up into um end of dragons was the fact that for a very long time we've been hearing about some kind of um uh, disruption in the deep sea right and a lot of people were anticipating that must be about Suwon, as we would eventually come to know her, but it must be about mm -hmm. bubbles. Maybe that dragon is stirring. But in this same lore book that also talks about the crate and everything Actually, else within there, um, they talk specifically about the <laughs> fact that, uh, you know, was that actually what it was? Was it this dragon? Was it something else? We don't actually know. And when you think about what we now know about Suwon, right? It seems very unlikely, given that she was a battery in a thing, that she was stirring up draconic minions under the waves and pushing various groups out from the water um, and, you know, causing these disruptions. And then if something like this with the ascendancy of the crate plays any role in what's happening, or the fact that we've even seen um, so many of the uh, the crates in, in their iterations. Is it the crate? No, no, it's the... Is it the crate? They just have a beautiful new version in End of Dragons where they uh, are more adorned. Oh, the Naga? The Naga. The Naga. Um, we have these, like, factions that are a part of the old ruins in, uh, like, what was old Kaining City, mm -hmm. as well as these little hints that we've gotten about something happening in Raisu Palace. So, like, are these all hints tying together? I don't know. I have no idea, but it does seem like, um, given the chance to be able to come back in, re-implement a lot of this story, not only foreshadow End of Dragons, but also foreshadow maybe some other things, that there are some interesting connections they've kind oh. of drawn through here. Fuck, I... Sorry. You're fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm great, I'm great. Over here, over this way. <laughs> in the next bit, it's all good. I'll wait in. I once I mean... again had really intense deja vu. I don't know what's going on today. It's, uh, this, mm. this, it, this instance kind of does that. It's like if you do the labyrinth <laughs> in Halloween event and then you've done it for 10 did years. Did I do it once or did I do it a thousand times? I don't no, know. I don't know how many times I've done that thing. I'm, I'm hopeful in in law terms that the the thing under the ocean that drove everything out obviously as you said it wasn't suan i'm hopeful that we're going to get our lovecraftian moment we're going to get our horrors from the great deep i really really want that i Bef really really want that before that happens though <laughs> before that happens um in terms of this thing into the story as well how was it like doing because you can do what what is it 
it's it, it does that thing again that it did in ender dragon so it's harking back a little bit like the achievements oh, like play the story after you've done the tower was like a thing like an achievement i think as far as i remember like you could do the story after you'd done this so it tried to make you do i think successfully or something i can't remember if there was like there was like a chain achievement or something there's loads of new achievements and you can actually get um if you get it's a ton new. of the achievements from this then you can get a like a cheeky new dagger which you can actually make you can make an ascended dagger which is i think it's oh it's like a pink i think it's not Casimir's dagger or something. It's someone's yeah, dagger. Yeah. So, so each, oh. every single one of the um, final rewards for doing all the uh, living season one achievements Yeah. Uh, for each episode you gives you a trinket. And apparently every single one of those trinkets, don't throw them away because you could use them in the Mystic Forge to make a new weapon skin. You can buy them again, Ooh. by the way, as well. You That's can buy good. them from the script pirate area for 10 gold or something. Yeah, that's brand new information right there. Yeah, they're good. Like, yeah, there's. I don't know about the trinkets or what that. I guess they turn into ascended, maybe. But the the weapon skin. I think this is the first one, which is a weapon skin. I can't remember. But like, you know, it's I Aaron, I just realized who we were fighting. Yeah. I haven't yeah. had this one yet. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've done it, but like, I couldn't remember the story. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, you know I, I was you like you. I played Savari first, and her her death was quite a kick oh. in the balls. It really was. Oh. Sorry, sorry, boots. I was gonna say <laughs> uh, it's actually quite sad. You you get to fight Sierra and your 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 old um, your old mentor before this as well. Like not as an illusion, as an actual thing. You get to fight them again uh, down in not Blood Tide Coast, the one below that one. Oh yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, Wait. yeah, yeah. One in one event, oh, she comes the back. reanimated corpse of your Whoa, mentor. I didn't comes know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something when y'all talk about mentors. Maybe I didn't. Mentor is the person that you. So you do the you do the personal story, and then you kind mm. of go under the wing of someone when you've picked a faction, right? So you pick Order Whispers or whoever. So Whispers was Tibble. Oh. So that's my mentor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's just, so like, how people refer to them yeah. as the mentor figure in the narrative. Okay. point, though. Sierra uh, can't become a, uh, a a Risen, though, so it might not happen. Well, not, but not we do actually know that there are some Silvari that were affected by his magic. Because we see them in, um... Oh, my gosh, Living Season 4. They're part of the forces... I'm not sure, maybe Crichton can lore check me on this, but we see a group of undead, undead uh, Silvari that they might, oh, you know what, they might be undeadified though because of not Mordramoth's magic, or not um, Zaitan's magic, but uh, Joko's, okay, yeah. the necromantic, yeah, yeah, yeah. awakened kind of magic. Yeah, yeah they, they were quite strict on the fact that the only reason that Silvari aren't affected by dragon magic is because they're under the dominion of another dragon. Mm. There we go. And here's me thinking I was playing a good guy when I got the English-accented character. 
but of course <laughs> never that was that was awesome because all because when heart forms came out everyone just assumed, like there was a lot of people including me who were like oh does that mean the silvari are going to be the evil faction and there's going to be sides and there's going to be alliance versus oh. horde and all this kind of stuff like that was a real <laughs> thing that people wanted like it was it was something mm. i wanted i was like that'd be so cool now i want to be a silvari <gasps> uh oh Mother did you fall off Fucker. You fell off. Hilarious. happened to me too that happened to me too when i made it up here on stream and i got yeeted all the way down to the bottom of the tower but you can transport Thank back we, up use the, use the prior back. Can yeah that's back. so funny because it happened to me Wait, how do i teleport back not me walking off the parachute, check, the map. The, check the parachute person there's a what little parachute? parachute above their head you can also oh, oh 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 i see i see yeah you can also use those like you would use waypoints don't so go into you the can next instance. click. Yeah. You can go onto the map and you can click them from anywhere and teleport to them. I have Everyone to pay wait. money. Everyone wait. It's not much money. Is anybody ready for the dive? Oh. I haven't done that yet. I would totally do it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. No, can we do it? Oh, we can do it now. Let's, we can do all do it now if you want. Don't go in yet. Don't go to the instance yet, peeps. We did it pretty yeah, quick. Invest with me. Boom. Sorry for oh, delay. Sorry for the delay. Oh, so don't apologize. Out. We we both literally multiples of us have done that. So I could. mean, I fall into so for next. It's you and me. Wavelengths <laughs> fall length. Oh dear. Shit. The the it's sealed. Hmm? No, it shouldn't be. You should be able to come the up. Chamber is sealed to enter at the moment. Oh, you're outside the whole instance. No, no. I'm I'm in the tower, but. You should be able to just pick, click, click on the click, airdrop. Click to up. airdrop into the top level of the Tower of Nightmares. Should take yeah. you back up. Okay, I'll try and do that again. Oh, you can you just, just click, click on it. it. Wow. In the map. On, on your mini-map mm -hmm. thing. I went all the way to the NPC thinking, oh, that's how I should do it, right? Oh. <laughs> um, so, oh. so we're here. This is the instance we're at. So yeah, the lightweight points, like Rook said. Um, so like the... So we're here that we've worked our way all the way up to the top to basically put this toxin into the into the heart or the seed or whatever the flip it's called. That's so gross. Yeah, I love it. It's it's very dark and it's very I don't know, I like I like all of this. It's very cool. They went full on and that's great, but also ill. I'm gonna go. Let's go. Whee! I have to wait for Are you doing it? Wait. Just, I'm just oh, going yeah. because I'm I'm impatient and I can just come back and do it in a sec. Oh, um, okay. Uh, I don't even I think I've got this achievement I'm pretty sure um, is, is it like a needle threading type of situation or do you no. just like I think you just jump just YOLO okay YOLO. you get to find out peeps if you've... <laughs> oh I got it yeah there you go oh oh I see things I oh oh I don't even oh, know no. where to go now oh no have we found, I think have you we just try not to die, and you just make oh. it into the water. You yeah, can't pour it while you're in the water. That's the problem. <gasps> oh, there's a voice thing here. Oh, yeah. There is. There's a voice recording down there. This is Scarlet recording, <gasps> and it's so good. Oh, let me just play it for the stream. Starting to feel stable again, albeit exhausted. I can't dream anymore. It's pitch black when I close my eyes. Oh. I feel like pieces of myself are wilting away. A dying rose, watching my petals drop on the floor. One by one. I want to remember my life before the last one falls. 
good yeah that's what i honestly this season has just made me realize why scarlet was so iconic i love her i mean i honestly think she's one of my absolute top villains in the no, game she's now. my favorite character in the entire game she's, she's so cool since. i don't think there's been was... other than joko like i'm like she's she's like one of my yeah she has been i think she is i love for a how lot comical people. she is but also so, so deep hmm. oh no we got oh, to no. Oh. Did. oh well i mean we finished it so well we didn't do the last instance you can usually i think teleport directly there to the last instance oh, oh god port to k6 hills though oh can we yeah we i was able to teleport to it just by so talking to tyrol so and then oh maybe you can't if you've already done the story though yeah oh well <laughs> well wait well, we can port to them though can't we we did it we and the people still in there. <laughs> we did. I told you. Oh, it's I told five you person. The... It's five person anyway, so we can't do it. No, I that's fine. I told you that the yeah. um, story the diving goggles was a bait. The diving goggles is always a bait. No, no, no. <laughs> but the last instance you can't do as a squad anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a story. It's a personal story instance. Oh, okay. Or it's like, it's like so you can have do it in a pie of five people. Yeah, this is fine. Um. <laughs> I enjoy like having to figure out like what to do or or choosing to just destroy everything. Well, the five. I'm just gonna show some some footage so we can actually people can watch it so we can talk mm -hmm. about it. So it's okay. I'm just gonna show it. Also, as we all know, yeah. I can't talk and play at the same we time. We so... have learned that in the past. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, need be, I need to be right back a second. Sorry, guys. That's fine. Yeah, That's you're fine. fine. So in, in terms of, and everyone who was just in game as well, like, thank you so much for joining us as well. Really appreciate that. Uh, we all agreed uh, that Scarlet Briar uh, is named after Ruby Bayer. Wait, what? Scarlet Briar named after Ruby Bayer. I don't know if that's a thing. Oh. Maybe. Did you just make that up, or are you actually been? No, it's something I thought about a while ago. I'm pretty sure it's not. It, I, I mean, know. I think briar and tree and all that kind of stuff is. I have no comment. Okay. <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> that, I'm glad you're telling us that, though. <laughs> you're doing it again? I respect. I respect all of this. Okay, I'm gonna just uh, find a point in the story where you go to this bit, and here we go. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. Like, we did that pretty... It was pretty easy, honestly. Like, and we just chilled. Uh, we took our time, like, ten people, and, like, get in your guild and do that once a week or once a day or whatever you want to do and have a laugh. So what kind of rewards can you get from this? Uh, there's a vendor there, and um, you can talk to. So, uh, there oh. is the part... Actually, if you look on... Um, if you look at the... This is an interesting thing I was going to ask you about as well, actually, because they've made it very themed. If you go on the gem store, there are these boxes you can get, um, and they are... What are they? What are they called? Um, oh, man. Chat, help me. Here we go. Returning Season 1 Memory Box. That's it. It's 200 um, gemmers. 
maybe i'll just buy one and, and get it now um and try it out but like you can get past season one stuff oh that's interesting they've changed the weapon oh there's a different one i didn't even notice these before so there was the returning memory box for each episode i didn't even see this oh that's interesting and the one for scarlet versus um was it scholars versus whatever the latest episode has got the fused fused skins in there which are worth like thousands upon thousands of gold they're worth so much gold so if you get lucky you get one of those weapons like boom obviously they're coming down in price but like what do you reckon about these boxes because they've got the aetherized weapons in there they've got the old like scarlet's veil skin the helmet they've got the mini like armored uh scarlet they've got the cool scarlet's rainbow which is the, the big gun um yeah what do you reckon about this is it like all right like it's just the fun extra thing i did, i actually completely forgot that this came out every episode funnily enough i mean it's don't fine. care just a cool side thing blue boxes <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah i guess i we... mean it's it's one of those things uh do these vendors sell those same rewards if you like work for them or are they unlockable or is it that you can only get those old rewards by buying with cash I know, money i think the helmet you can get somewhere else i feel like i've seen that in like the statuettes or something because i know you can get some so where is this vendor by the way not that the one the well the one up thing I was talking about was on the gem store, but there is a vendor here somewhere. Where is the vendor? There was a vendor here before. Also, hi Kroof. Oh, it's in the hey, instance Kroof. as well. Hey Kroof, thank you for the raid. Appreciate it very much. Uh, you can go into the actual thingy and check because there's a there's a vendor in there. They do sell some of the old stuff, and you need you need this currency specific to this as well. Are we dying oh, back in? Oh, she was no, 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 no. Just checking out the vendor. <laughs> is the so wait? What's the Scarlet's rifle called again? The rainbow thing, um, something rainbow. Okay. Yeah, there's like the toxic finisher, <laughs> and there's a bunch of recipes. This is where you can get tormented sigils from, and all. That Do you want to stuff. see it? I have it on one of my characters. Do you want me to Which jump one? and get it? Which one? Sorry. Yes. The, the, the rifle. I do. Oh, want yeah, that. sure. Okay. So wait, hold up. Where is this vendor? Inside the actual so instance. I'm, I'm inside and I see Sergeant Walters and no, I no, see no. the supply golem. So and... the, one, the one item they're talking about is off of the gem store. That's one of the skins. Where is the vendor for the rewards for Nightmare Tower? Oh, yeah. It's, it's the Sergeant Walters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just talk to her and she'll yeah, unlock yeah, yeah. the thing? Yeah. She just got. There's no skins or anything on her. Really, I'm not seeing like a. Yeah, she doesn't say anything to me. She's about asking it. for me to give the spore samples. Interesting. I wonder why then. Maybe it's she's a different instance. She's telling me enter. She's saying enter the tower, recover the antitoxin, finish our mission. Okay. Is it because we're in a private? Because I went into went public. public. I went into public. But when we go in, we oh. only get the private option. I had the vendor there before as well. Hmm. That's weird. I wonder... Have you, com you completed Sorry though? Yep. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, you can get it from the Laurel vendor as well, the helmet and the injector backpack. Yeah, the injector Ooh. backpack is old. That is old. Yeah, odd. I'm not sure why then. It's perhaps a little bit of a bummer if... Um... Oh, there's no public squad right now. Uh, it's perhaps a little bit of a bummer if 
oh uh, hold on oh my gosh sorry i'm trying to multitask and i just need to speak <laughs> um uh <laughs> If all of those rewards that originally came from the seasons, if the only way to obtain them is through the cash shop, again, like, I I do really, really appreciate that we need to support the game. <laughs> like, just straight up. You know what I mean? And that uh, it's something where they need to generate revenue as they continue through the game. But um, I would hope that those would be acquirable from running the content that they were originally just rewarded for or yeah. that, you know, as you completed achievements or whatever it was or ran loops or something, you could buy those with in-game currency as well for having done Nightmare Tower or something like that so that you could actually um, roll them and, and try your luck at them. It's not the end of the world. I don't think there's anything wildly like so incredible in those that I'm losing my mind. But mm -hmm. um, if they were rewards that were in the game and they've just been sitting there, otherwise, it would have been nice to have them be acquirable. Yeah, I've seen. I saw a lot of them. <laughs> there are, is the rifle. There's a lot of the statuettes. A lot of the statuettes have the old rewards, and there are a lot of rewards from like vendors. I've seen in most of the places. Where's the? Where are you? I don't even see you. It's very cool. I've got it as well, but it'll be tiny on my character. I'm, I'm jumping up and down in front of Boots, and he's just not responding at all. Oh, so well, for those of you who are just listening, Boots actually has a puppy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you now. Oh, okay, so okay. it's like see-through. It's like a ghost rifle. Yeah, it's a ghost. You never see that. That skin was like one that was that was worth so much money. Actually, probably still is. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't changed it. Checked it. I've got the one What's which isn't the ghostly one. Yeah, I can link it, can't I? Scarlet's rainbow. It's there you are. One twenty-three gold. There you go. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. It's cheaper now, probably. It does look like from what I'm seeing, I think a lot of these skins are oh maybe in the game in different ways. Although these ones I don't think I've ever seen before, the sclerite ones from the Flame and Festivals episode that have the like moving eyeballs. Those are kind of creepy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still think like the Charsuka skins are best for the rifles. That's just me. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. Go, go, I just had, a, home, I, I just had like a it's new. large. I just like a, had like a new player, like just literally whisper me and say, "Hi, why are all these people here?" <laughs> 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 like... Yeah, the commander. You know what's yeah, going on. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. And I just like <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, like people might not know because you're not end game. This is because this goes back. You know, it's mm. not very linear. So if you're a low level and you see loads of people, that's quite cool. Like you're like, oh, there's this new thing and. Maybe there should be some kind of explanation. I wonder if there is for lower level characters. Like if you go over them to them and say, they say, oh, well, we're doing this thing. You're, you might not be strong enough yet to do this or something like that. Probably it's helpful. Actually, this, this character has got the uh, um, illuminate uh, the season two achievement armor. The, the, the glowy yeah. illuminated yeah, yeah, yeah. light. Yeah, that was a complete ball ache that was <laughs> yeah i'm still i just can't be asked to do that right i'm gonna bring up that i'm gonna bring up the story stuff um we can just go through this because i'm very aware that we are running out of time <gasps> okay so we've gone through all the instances yeah i was uh on my own in different parts because i was just wandering around trying to explore this place um here we go i'm just wondering is this a story instance yeah there we go i need to actually exit the game for your tools too as well because otherwise that's going to be in the background forever uh, okay, so you get to the top, and then you've got to go into the instance. Da, 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 da. 
can actually find my player. There we go. And there's tons of rewards up there. You know these. You know these um, load screen art in this these episodes. Like this one specifically, so good. Like I always take a screenshot of the art of this of like Scarlet. Like it's so good. But this this one is really really interesting because she is sitting there in the middle and then she's kind of got all of the different rates she's got the aether blades i think she's got my i think my is on one side of her and then she's got What's the that? she's got everyone there everyone's kind of there aren't they and she's got the kind of is that crate behind her? who is that that's like that's in solace okay right 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 so like everyone's kind of present and it's like all kind of coming coming together it's just i just love the artwork in this game man it's I really want them to sell these prints. It's <laughs> need to sell, them. sell the damn yeah. prints of the game. People will buy that shit. Um, but yeah, so we're we're going to the instance. We find there's Marjorie, there's Casimir, and we're kind of we're kind of walking through into talking to Scarlet, killing bosses, doing all the things. What were these instances like? Did you enjoy this part of the story? Was it fun? Was it was it a little bit? You just had this big, massive, like, group content, and then you're kind of going back into your own either party or yourself. Like, how did that flow, the episode I was in able general? to breathe. That was my experience. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good point, good point. Well, can, do you want to say more about that? What was the... What do you mean? Like, if other people don't know what you, what you mean by that. So, because I did a public, and I wasn't expecting it to go how it went, and just running for my life, being able to, like, relax and take a breath, yeah. it was nice. And also it was a uh, another reason to like know more about Casimir and Marjorie, and I really enjoyed that as mm. well. Very true, very true. Anyone else like any even just like um, I don't know mechanics and bosses and stuff like that? Because it was, I felt at this point I was like, I've kind of been killing the same thing quite consistently <laughs> by this point, and I was like ready for some change. And then we got some clockwork, like. Then the Clockwork Knight little bots and stuff, which was nice. So I like that difference. That was cool. Um, but it's still a little bit of the same. Like, I, I think, you know, they carried the theme through very well. You know, this idea that you're progressing through this tower. You're still you're still not kind of there. You're almost there, but you're kind of almost there. Um, and then you're against... Who is this? I can't remember who this boss was. Oh, no, sorry, it wasn't bosses. It was just Aether Blades popping in because we hadn't seen them much either. So everyone's kind of present towards the end of this, this story episode, I guess. Um, but also hallucinations because there was hallucinations of Aether Blades as well. And then there were some Aether Blades, I think. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah. Yeah, this was, this was an interesting um capstone i liked it i thought yep. it contrasted but didn't feel as though the momentum had stopped i liked mm -hmm. having a moment to investigate we were talking earlier about how fun it is to see you know the detective agency in many ways right so what do you do you need to actually have some moments where you are putting together clues and trying to uncover what the machinations are here what things are going on um, it's been fun how they've also been playing with time skips a little bit. So, you know, we even had the time lapse at the end of End of Dragons, but then here they talk, you know, oh, they've been here for a little bit trying to work on this, so can you come help them? So as you, like, go through those little tidbits and additional lore things in that moment again to get a sense of 
Um, uh, we got some more, like another little lore document from Phelan and um, another voice recording that's in that chamber in addition to all the stuff you can interact with. I thought it was really well done. I thought that it felt very like natural to me in a way that we were talking earlier about how it can be a little bit difficult sometimes in certain instances to know exactly what you're doing or for certain open world events. But in this one, I felt much more like almost as though we were back in the beginning of End of Dragons when you're trying to puzzle out how to get out of the cell, where uh, you're yeah, kind of yeah, going yeah. through everything and you're, you know, like looking at stuff mm. and then putting two and two together with, you know, oh, well, if I can use this uh, on that, then it'll reveal something. Or if I can, you know, put this in there, it'll do something. And I thought it was really fun. I liked the little creativity of thought in that. And then the fight afterwards and the optional fight, if you stick around to do it, um, it's nice to have the option to stay or to go. If you don't want to or you're yeah. solo, it can be really spicy. But we stayed and did it with the group. And nice. I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was a nice little capstone at the top, that final kind of boss moment, you know? That is a, a group fight for sure. Because if you're on your own, I just got bored and I left. I was just like, this fight well, is boring. I, <laughs> like, I tried to do it to the end, but there's a timer. The, the place explodes. If yeah. You yeah, yeah. I just wanted to leave. I, was, I think I was just like, I want to get the footage. But I think I did it before, but I have to, I have to do it again because the achievements. But like, I was, yeah. It is, it is hard solo, but it's, it's fun. If you get the right, if you get, if you got enough CC... Uh, and you got a little bit of sustain, but you still need it's to be not, really damage oriented. But like, it, you need you need more damage. I I was yeah, on my yeah, firebrand, yeah. which solo does you know twelve k to fifteen k DPS but mm -hmm. without any group support, and it was not. It was already. It was only at fifty uh, percent health when the timer went off. So I think. Oh, it's, wow. Yeah, it's conditions a, are good on that boss as well. But like, it yeah. is it is different. It is, it is difficult. I think I think Rook's right. You know, there is. Oh, wait, that. the timer doesn't do anything. Oh, I left when the timer was at one second. <laughs> oh, really? That <laughs> doesn't make stayed. any oh, sense. Well. Why would uh, it not do anything? That's silly. Oh well, that's that's. Don't tell anyone about that. Oh, well, we're talking, I wanted the to. I wanted to add about the the ads before that last fight when you're right. like killing uh, the Flame Legion to. Uh, take out the portals that one big flame leader that keeps jumping on you needed to calm down yeah, like there were it was so that. beefy and every single jump would like would knock you down and i'm like can you please stop excuse you this is illegal it's so That's good that it's difficult though it's good that it's different the 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 danger aspect in Guild Wars 2 is really, really good because if you play ESO, it's just such a key cakewalk. Oh, mm -hmm. And like I don't know what it's like in Final Fantasy and later stories, but like there are some mobs. There are some mobs in Final Fantasy when I'm playing through who, who who are a bit tough just because I didn't know my mechanics. But like in Guild Wars 2, there is sometimes a real sense of danger. Sometimes there is a sense of uh the boss is just going on for way too long and it's just about, you know, time rather than difficulty as well. They've definitely got their mix. Um, but uh, I just stopped because Scarlet came on the screen. Um, <laughs> I actually got this armor because this is the is it the Magutech? I can't remember. It looks different on female character mm. models and male character models. But I got this released, the her armor released, so you can actually get it. Um, mm. It's just so cool. Sorry, she's just awesome. There's, then there was this cutscene which I completely forgot I about. A little anticipation. Um, We've been having so well, much fun, haven't we? Very uh, good. The, the art style, I miss this so much. And she kind of explains what's going on a little bit in this. Um, 
I thought this was a good touch as well. I don't think we see many cutscenes, as many cutscenes as we used to, for sure, because they tell the story more in the gameplay, in, like, the actual game itself, with the voices, with, like, the characters there. They do a lot of that, more so. I don't know. I think I kind of miss this style, for sure, especially Farron, like, being flamed with his pants, little pants on in, in a small little bowl, which is just fantastic. With his budgie smugglers, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. The whole thing was just hilarious. It was just so good. And you just get reminded about how awesome this was. And I would love to do, like, a... a for, so for school, I had to do a diagnosis for a fictional character. I wish I'd done Scarlet Briar. I actually did Batman. Um, but, like, Scarlet Briar is one of those people where I'm like, I would love to diagnose them. Because like, you could have so many different uh diagnoses because like you know it could be it, it wouldn't just be one it would be like several of her but especially if you judge it based on that little cinematic which is very cool um you gonna say something boost no i was saying uh i was watching the cinematic oh. and then they had the pod opening and it was just a little blah yeah. The guy out. <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah. The boss is nice. Like the boss, this is the fractal, right? The, this boss is in the fractal, isn't it? Yeah, because I can. Yeah. I've he not is, done it for ages. But this was something that chat reminded me of when we were playing through it because I had completely forgotten. Um, up until this, he was not actually in the game. The the only place that you encountered this nightmare was in that fractal, and there was like no other specific connection to him. Um, so oh. to actually like oh. have this in the story now oh, we have more context for that actual fractal with him as well and he kind of uh, comes back from that is that, that really really yeah yeah well because oh he was removed from the game when the tower went away yeah yeah but, but like we fought him in the original story though. originally yeah but he wasn't in the game yeah. for 10 years oh yeah. right okay all right I was, like, I was like we definitely fought him right okay cool 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 he was awesome looking as well and those skins you can get in the game as well for the big dagger the knives he's got whatever they're swords daggers big daggers swords but like it's the way he's, he's so cool. big but moving so fast it's very unsettling also the mechanics in this fight are great because you cannot kite him because he puts off a bob bubble which reflects so if you're a rifle engineer you're screwed <laughs> you can't right. do anything Horrible. Also, you can get a miniature of him, and he is massive in that as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Also, it's shameless self-promotion. If you're looking for like a deep dive into into Scarlet Briar as as she was Ciara as a Silvari, and right up to the corruption and how it affected her, I've done a, I've done like three videos on her. Oh really? Going right okay, down cool. into the law. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Make sure you. Uh... Oh. Ask me anything. We'll comment. <laughs> we'll comment on there. We'll put those in the comments as well, for sure. Make Love sure me. you search on YouTube the Crichton Herald. Yes. yes. Thank you. Do it exactly. Yeah, this was a good Actually, boss fight as well. Lovely. I was going to agree with Glenn. When I got here, I was so relieved after the hair on fight. That that run we just did was like. A, really lovely right. but the hair on fire and i got to the incident I'm like all right i can relax now i can enjoy the story i can pay mm -hmm. attention to what's happening i can kind of slow down and take it at my own pace mm -hmm. because in those in those public instances you, you, your balls on fire and if you don't keep up <laughs> that the the density of the mobs you're gonna die you just you can't solo it i've tried yeah, at least I'm not to, skilled enough to solve it. You need to it. heal yourself with the to antitoxin as well, and that's affecting you. You've got the knockbacks, so you've got everyone. Yeah. 
And I did see Rook play through a bit, and I uh, saw like the voice memos and the voice recordings, and I wanted to experience that, but I knew this public area, I can't do that, because I would just, one, I would have to try to find them, but then the mobs would just kill me. So, like, that was also a part of that. I was like, oh, I can't, like, enjoy the lore part of it, because I heard that the recordings were new and not in the original. Yeah, that'd be their way. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, someone said that earlier. Um, I, I, I really think they dropped the ball. I think that they should have been an instanced version of this where we go through with Jury and Cass and, Bra- Cass and Bram mm. in our own time, just experiencing it slow time. Or just leave them <laughs> in the single-player instances that are already there. They could also do mm. that. Like, they could have been in mm. their... They could have been in her... Um, laboratory which actually probably would have made more sense but i guess there's more of like yeah. an achievement thing like find them first because you don't know where they are and then you go and get them but yeah i i can agree with that i actually the, forgot the achievement is surviving long enough to try and yeah. experience well, that's the why law. it's difficult that's not great. yeah i should give you probably more for that i don't know what they give you it's probably one achievement point <laughs> that, that dial one achievement point you need to get to like it's, it's like it's like a fucking iron man challenge honestly i was just well like, there you Jesus go Christ. that's another goal right that's the intention that's what the achievements are there for i suppose Ugh, painful not something i really can be bothered to do unfortunately i, I just go and watch a video and listen to them <laughs> no i'm just like if i really want to listen to them maybe i'll do that just because sometimes time um okay so we're injecting the things but we, we've not actually done it so i tell you what, actually, we're coming to a bit which kind of annoyed me. Um, there was a story beat here where I was like, they they couldn't work out, was it how to inject it or something? How to inject, like they've been injecting this heart or the seed or whatever they for a while. It, yeah. And they failed. And like, you come back like a couple of weeks later. And I was like, oh, I don't well, remember this failed. bit. They were just hoping you would do something. They They injected it waited to see if it takes effect and then come back no 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 they've been trying to like this is what the but they've been trying like they they said they're stuck there's no expectation i think they were and they wanted some help and like you literally take two minutes (laughs) and like literally do this correctly because i'm pretty sure that's because there is a period of time in between the two patches right Originally, oh I think, yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah but like the feeling that there's you the could... tower of nightmares that yeah. went for two weeks and then yeah. that time skip is two weeks later we're <laughs> doing it oh yeah yeah yeah. but like the feeling yeah. is that you know they've been trying this to do this for so long but you come along and after like a minute or two you've worked out how to do it is what i'm saying i think it's because they I were guess. just injecting the same like antitoxin and they kept getting like mm-hmm. saros to go come and like deliver it and mm-hmm. like why is it not working i think joy might have been like trying to like refix like the actual like antitoxin and mm-hmm. then you're like, and then when you show up, they're like, there has to be something. I'm just too tired. And they're like, wait a minute. What if like Scarlet found a way to like, knew that we were going to do this. So we have like, something is up and then you're like, oh, I see like, there's like a pathway. Maybe this leads somewhere. And then yeah, you discover. That's, that's it. Yeah. Because yeah. they, like I he mean, finds a what you find a way. Well, they didn't know there was a pathway yeah. you found it. Yeah. They had been like troubleshooting and trying to figure it out. Right. Because figuring out what exactly the antitoxin that would be needed for this, like, multi-hybrid poison nightmare tower um they weren't sure like what exactly this thing was and how they could neutralize it essentially right mm-hmm. so yeah it seems like through the time that they had spent trying to troubleshoot this and seeing how it was responding to various antitoxins they realized around that time like glenn was saying that 
there was something else at play, like um, a greater magical defense or resistance that was essentially like keeping it from mm. um, responding to antitoxin. So then you use, you splash some of the antitoxin on an overgrown passageway and you find a passage back to her, um, you know, workroom, which is where you start exploring for the first time. So, I, I mean, true. there's a little bit of suspension of disbelief there, but uh, again, I like that they gave us a taste of what it is to actually be with the detective agency, you know, to be researching, yeah, to like, to be, to an be important looking part for clues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. makes so sense. it was fun to have that moment and, you know, see how hard they had both been working together. And, you know, I always think that the moments that your character is having the biggest hero moment are often the least telling moments for characters. Like, we always think, especially if you're a role player, like, what's the coolest attack, the most epic attack yeah. I could ever do? <laughs> when in reality, I think some of the most telling moments about characters are when they are at their lowest, their roughest, their most frazzled, tired, exhaustion, injured, mm. um, stressed, anxious, fearful, and how they respond and navigate those moments oftentimes is far more rich for character development. So to see these two at wit's end working together so hard on something, exhausted, um, you know, doing whatever they can to try and help others. And then to have this moment where you're all puzzling through it together, I think mm -hmm. it's more of an opportunity to... I don't know, have a little bit more, a little bit more meat, a little more texture to what's going on with the story and the character beats as you kind of uh, work mm -hmm. it all out together. Also, Timey isn't in the story yet. That's why we're so smart. Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually very true. Yeah, that's a thing. I guess you're the, I, I'm the, I'm the smartest zero in my story. Yeah, so for me, exactly. I'm an engineer, you know, so that makes sense. I think that was, that was like, it was a small thing, but I was still a little bit like, oh, because I was, I was just a bit like, oh, don't need to me this amount of time to get through here. But then it was cool. I was like, I love these. These bits are great sometimes. I don't like it when there's too much of, like, going from place to place, to, like, going through tons of different menus. But, like, it was just good seeing all of these kind of bits come, bobs come together. Like, resing the clockwork night and then going over to the... Um, the, the big test tube thing whatever it's called and just like looking at that and looking at all the different bits and bobs and kind of putting them together and working out that you've got to kind of combine all these things to make this toxin stronger or whatever and it was just it was just a nice little bit i don't know i liked it it, it was like it reminded me a lot of being in her because th this is a consistent thing which happens because you go to she's got her laboratory hasn't she in um dry top which is below like or in a back room of a house somewhere. In you, do you know what I'm talking about on the north side of Dry Top within mm -hmm. the story yeah. instance? Living season, living season two. Two, right. Yeah. And yeah. so there's that area, but there's another area where she's been as well. I can't remember where it is. But I love those kind of... Because it's, it's like the voice recordings. You're, like, you're kind of sitting in Scarlet's shoes for a moment. You're trying to think like her um, and be like her and trying to be in, like just... Is someone got a microwave? <laughs> I was like, damn, I want to put a hot pocket. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I just had a little ding. It might have been on the stream. Um, but yeah, I just love this part of the story. I thought it was great. And just, you've still got the combat elements as well. And you've got the infused skins as well from some of the dredge and whatnot. And I just love the whole culmination of this bit. This bit was very, very I good. I can also tell uh, from your video here that you also really enjoy the investigation part. I'm just like <laughs> clicking on everything. Like, you're, you're, just like... you, you spent like 25 seconds trying to read the things and then, oh, I'm just going to break, break I pulled everything. everything. I'm just going to do the break yeah, everything. I pulled everything. <laughs> I, was, I, I tried to, to avoid... 
I tried to avoid the break everything, but I'm still confused when it came to like powering down the generator. I didn't yeah. see any of like the yeah. actual hints, I so I just trial and error. Yeah, me too. I just like okay, let's go through this combination. Nope, this one. Until I, I found to- it. I talked to Jory, and she gives you a hint that's like, think about the most opposite of the forces that she brought together, and that's where you get the, like, oh, fire, fire ice, yeah. and yeah. the iron, like, but I, I did think that was a, li- a little obtuse. Also, I she's thought... giving you a hint when she could just do it herself. Right? She already knows That's the what I'm talking this. about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, that's kind you of... Do the, mm-hmm. You do the traditional thing where you're like, okay, let's talk about what we know. Yeah. And so you're like reviewing it with her and she's like, hmm, interesting. And then she tells you that. I mean... To me, it's just a game convention, right? It's something that we've seen a million times in a million murder mystery games. I used to play a ton of Nancy Drew games and um, some of the Agatha Christie murder mystery games. Um, And it's you always have those moments where everybody around you, right, is like, I don't know, what could it mean? Tell me about what you found (laughs) as you, like, go through it. So to me, I actually, I found that charming. (laughs) Because it's just such a trope of the genre, I guess. But I did think that um, some of the maybe little logic progression, I figured it out and it was fine. But some of the little logic progression, like if I'd had, um, I think even like a vocal cue or something that had said like, well, we need to shut down the generator to figure out Mm -hmm. blank, blank, blank or something. Because I wasn't totally sure what I was actually angling to do. Mm -hmm. I like clicked on it and I went... Well, do I want to overload it so that it powers up whatever thing or console, or do I want to, like, I guess I'm going to disable it because that seems to be the only thing that has some kind of little riddle puzzle that's happening right now. So I guess they want me to shut that down. So then I was trying to figure out, like, well, did I miss something at one of the consoles and should I go back and read it? But I couldn't interact with them, which is when I asked Jory and she mentioned, like, think about the opposites and stuff that she brought together. And I went, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, So... (laughs) There were maybe a few little, like, not as tightly woven, but I actually thought this whole little section was charming. I mm-hmm. thought the clever way that they used things like the res, um, picking up a rock and hurtling it at the other thing. Like, I thought that was so clever to have these little story beats, these logic beats that literally make use of different things that we have in the game that are just, like, mechanical things we have mm-hmm. in the game, but that you can use in a way that... Um, creates an interaction um, outside of just our combat or regular exploratory yeah, yeah. stuff. So, I do know that when the game does that. Yeah. Um, it was cute. I liked it. Okay. Good. Yeah, I bash through it. So I normally play like I do like two or three runs where I kind of go through it and just bash through it. Destroy like things. Food. Yeah, and then I just kind of play around afterwards. But yeah, this one was very much a destroy all the things because I was like, I want to see how many mobs I can pull and if it's difficult. <laughs> Because I think I've done it before as well, so it's like I remember all this kind of stuff. Was there a reason why a lot of those miles weren't taking damage? Because all zeros, I'm like, oh, is something happening? At the portal bit, mm-hmm. we had to pull them away from the portals. It... I think. Oh, you think? I thought that it was because some of them were illusions and some of them weren't, and you had to like try and discern which one was or wasn't. I actually have no idea if that's correct. I, don't know. I just remember pulling <laughs> them away from the portal and they just died. That's all I remember. Um, this line was funny. Um, Jory did like a weird, like evil laughing before you're about to inject the poison into the seed, which was fun. Um, and then you got to go up to the thing and just like press F and inject it. And there was this little sound effect and it just kind of injected and that was it. That was it. The whole thing just kind of died. 
Um, I think you get this in the Mac afterwards, I can't remember. Um, it was very much like, oh no, that's it, because this is where the boss comes out. Um, it was very much the sound was good and like just the whole feeling of, I don't know, it was just the atmosphere was good. The, the whole ending to this was, was very awesome. And I think I really miss this, uh, uh, to be honest, because I'm not sure if I think about the previous Living World episodes, because there were definitely parts, there have definitely been parts of the Living World story. I'm like, it, uh, I don't know if it was as good as this. Do you know what I mean? Like, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I think, do you know what I mean? I mean, are we... So were you were under uh, you were underwhelmed by past, like by some of the other living stories, in, in regard you to mean, like this, like mean, if you compare to this you to were the later ones, not this, this, not by this, not by this. No, 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 no. This one okay. I loved. Like I love this season. This is probably one of my favorite seasons. Like one of I my favorite just, seasons for sure. I was gonna say I think they've just got that much better at their storytelling yeah. with their technology, with the voice actors, and they're also they really know the characters now. That they're, they're not feeling mm -hmm. around in the dark trying to see where the community actually likes them and where they want to take them, so that they can like service their fan base. So they know that we have a huge amount of love for these two characters, and I think they're just getting so much better at just environmental storytelling and and storytelling on the on on the fly especially when you compare it to like mm. the personal story and the first run through of this That's which was true. very hectic well, this indeed. was, was a lot super better. hectic this was a lot yeah. better than the personal story for sure like there was definite progression but i feel like there were parts of living story like season two three like ice brood saga specifically as well where it was a lot weaker than this and there was that I mean, feeling I had. Not when I say weak, I mean that in respect. For, I just I don't mean it in a, like a mean way, but like I mean in terms of my own personal enjoyment, I suppose. I think yeah, I think, think Ice Brood Saga was too, too little story, too much time to spread it over. Sorry. Okay. No, I mean I agree with you. I think there were a lot of factors. I think okay. I think that what comes to mind just specifically across the board is the ending of the Iceberg Saga, right? That's something that is relatively mm. recent in memory. It's something that I think many players really did feel was sparse. Um, and I, that's not to say that I think some of the earlier seasons, the story content might have been greater. What we discovered might have been great too. Thinking about Living Season Two, but mm. just like Crichton was saying, they have like every other MMO, right? Um, honed in and refined their methods of storytelling over the years mm. so there's always going to be i think a trajectory in the tools kit way that they've learned how they're going to do that and how they kind of embody that iceberg saga was a unique and strange time and i think it constantly sticks in people's it's minds true. about a place that they felt a little shortchanged. Mm. um but i honestly think a lot of that did have to do with the fact that we for you know, a lot of it didn't even know, but End of Dragons was on the horizon. And those last episodes mm. did suffer for it. And I, yeah. I myself on stream had a moment where I, you know, I think I said something, we got through whatever content because we always live play it together. And I went, that's it? That was all? It was like a dragon response yeah. mission or something. And, you know, I was like, I mean, that's fine. There's cool stuff. Even if we don't like dragon response missions, there's still cool stuff and little moments and story and, and things that they did with those. But you could definitely tell it was getting more threadbare there, especially mm -hmm. when you compared it to the start of that season. Mm -hmm. um, that prologue episode is still one of my favorite living season episodes I think we've gotten because that map was phenomenal and mm -hmm. many like, 
much of the content and other stuff from Iceberg Saga, mm-hmm. I still play all the time and I love. Um, but you could definitely tell that there seemed to be some kind of crunch issue, something there, right? I um, wonder if it was also because of what was going on in 2020. Oh, oh yeah, like, of course. Yeah, probably derailing I mean, a lot of that stuff. You're learning how to tell stories without the people in your space as well. Is is a you know that's mm-hmm. a different that's definitely definitely difficult. I I think you could say as well for a lot of companies they didn't have a. I think it's different for different people and different companies. I think their internet is very community focused and like especially within their own company as well because they're smaller. Like, than these big beasts, like, I think, you know, there is more space probably in these bigger companies, so they've, they've used to it maybe more, but I don't know. I think it's got, I think there's a lot of different things. I think also, like, just generally, like Rook said, I think they didn't know where they were going at the time. Like, they went into Icebrew Saga, they had a different map, they did had a different director, and it had a different game manager as oh. well. So they had Mo and they had Mike Z. Um, and then they moved. They, they, let, they both left. Like Mike went to Amazon and Mo just left and started another company. And then Josh. And, and then they had no one in the interim. And then we found out they did have someone. We just didn't know them. And then Colin came back and then Grouch um, is my game director now. So, you know, there was big changes so they've got they've got their direction back for sure. I mean, you know, End of Dragons, like Rook said, is is a really really good sign of that. And obviously, the, a lot of staff come and go. We know a lot of the story. People are just going to be coming and going permanently because there's an expansion story. You're bringing people for that, and then this living world, and then those those teams who revolve for the episodes. Um, and it's always it's always interesting to see who's been in who's been around for these different seasons. Like I know some people have been around for some, and who haven't been, and who are really really impactful, but this this season was ridiculously just at the time was just great as well because it was so it wasn't just the fact that scarlet was there it wasn't just the fact that you know you're introducing all these brand new characters but a whole region got destroyed like a map got destroyed like a city got destroyed your main hub you just got used to hanging out in got destroyed and I cannot wait for the next one because you're gonna love it. Like it's it's literally like up till now. It just builds. It's so progressive. It's like watching a good season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? There was that progression. Like it was just building. Like all these little stories, and then there's this culmination event, and then it's just like it was so good. Like Invasion of the Day was just wicked, and I can't wait for them to. Because I'm hoping. Uh, that this is going to be something that because it's going to be different, it's going to be a completely different way of doing this next episode, and I'm going to I'm excited to see what how they do it because it's going to be difficult, <laughs> that's for sure. Because we haven't got Lions Arch anymore, <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I think we have. It was so good anymore. It is so good. Like they have put this back in in a way that I really feel like is the best they could have done. There are a few little stumbling blocks with very small things. We've talked about, you know, the fact that Ellen Kell wasn't marked or, you know, stuff like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, all of that to say, these episodes have felt, you know, I have not felt at all that this season has, you know, shortchanged us even a tiny bit. It feels like Classic. each episode has felt robust 
I feel like I've had meaningful character beats and story beats. I feel like it is all it has all been important foundational things that build our connections to other characters as well as the overarching goal that is end of dragons down the road. I feel like the content and instances have had a lot of stuff in them. They've mm. had a lot of things you can even dive into with the additional collections and lore. Um, I, I really think it has been a satisfying season. I have not played a single one of these episodes and been like, that's it. I've been like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. You know, I can't wait for more. And that is a success. And that is ArenaNet at its best. That is where this company really is um, and how they can tell these stories. So, I mean, as we get through the rest of season one, yes, I can't wait for Lion's Arch and to get to experience it with all of you for the first time. And yeah. I can't wait for what comes after that because. I think that they have, like you said, a strong direction. I think they have a fantastic team. I think they have really emerged from, I mean, not only a pandemic, but 10 years of developing an MMO. And um, we're just seeing more and more players, more and more excitement. And I think there's a lot of promise ahead. So I'm very excited. I mean, that is literally like, I, I we hit a record on the weekend of Steam players as well. It had, it had over just over eight and a half thousand so it was it's gone up so when it started as about four or five k and on the weekends it goes up to about eight or nine it'd be interesting to see what it's like this weekend as well especially with the new season episode coming out because because if people hit that mark which which what we were concerned about right because we were concerned that there was a bit of missing story there it'd be interesting to see if people come back who are newer players as well on steam like maybe who maybe hit a roadblock in terms of that and if they come back or if they even just left in the first place because there's so much for people to do um and you have to excuse my nostalgia at times because a lot of this is nostalgia that i'm reliving mm. in my head which is probably why i really like this season in the first place because i remember all of the stuff in game that was going on it was very one-timey although it was just you know there's a clockwork marionette which is in there as well you know that was another thing although that's what it was Kill a clockwork marionette before you do the end instance or something like that. That was one of the achievements because that was in, I think this was in this episode or one of the past ones. Like, but man, there was, I forgot about that as well. Clockwork marionette was in season one. Jesus. So many good things. Sorry. I'm Which I guess about we're not going to get as part of an episode. Uh... Yeah. No. About I had somebody ask me specifically on stream the other day too how did we did we meet timey in this season and i said you yes you see her and you meet her you can actually get her dialogue if you do clockwork marionette she has a whole exchange there where you like encounter her and timey talks to you about oh, how but that's because yeah going back to the clockwork marionette right but you have to actually do that and you have to stick around and try and get her dialogue from it. Um, I was a little surprised that they didn't more directly tie it in. Mm. It seems like because it has an achievement, maybe it's not going to be something that is an actual story beat story beat that they do even in the next episode. But um, I kind of hoped that there would, yeah, at least be something. And we've gotten a report that there's a, you know, clockwork marionette. So you can go do that. And then it would show you like whatever the additional yeah. achievement is. I'm trying to remember... Maybe yeah, that was... just made a big deal of bringing it back and putting it in the scrying pool. Then they're not going to do it again, as a, you know. They were invade because they were invading. Because um, that was during. I thought it was. Shiver oh, Peaks. Yeah, they were in Shiver Peaks, the Nornland. But wasn't that during? That wasn't during the Jubilee then. Mm. No, that was up. That was post Jubilee. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which maybe they the will. Tower, right? 
Maybe they were. Was it Timey shows up at the Clockwork Marionette. Yeah. And then she harasses people. She pretends that she's Norm's, she's Bram's um, ward. And then she's harassing people. And Logan is trying to make sure she's all right. And this, but this is all playing out like on the ground in Lion's Arch. Right. So you're gonna miss that part. It's the same way that Canick's actually. He's here now. He's he's in the story, but you don't yeah, see him yeah, yeah, yeah. because it, you're missing that that like structural. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that I think hopes. that that season one that, that this is future proofing the game. This is for new mm-hmm. players to make sure that the game going forward has a consistency of narrative flow so that people can enjoy it. And I'm 100, as I've said many times, I'm so happy they're doing it. I feel like. At the end of Icebreath Saga, I was I was fairly sad about the situation. And now, after stonking expansion, the introduction of season one, I think that the game is in such a fantastic place going forward. I've never felt better about, like, not, not even content rich. I don't give a shit about that. As a player who loves this game who has been playing this game for three times as long as i've been a content creator mm-hmm. i absolutely i'm so happy that i feel comfortable and safe that we're going to have much more guild wars going forward me too and and just to derail really quickly because that's i like doing that um <laughs> you uh, fornax and glenn you're both mesmer players right mm-hmm uh and I, I don't know are you also a mesmer player sometimes you you like firebrand uh, Rook, right? Yeah, but Firebird's not a Mesmer. Yeah, okay, not Mesmer. Anyway, Mesmer... I do have a Mesmer character. But... Just, just reading the patch notes coming up. All right, Boots, yeah. you've got like 15 minutes until you have to go, and we're not going into the patch notes. I actually notes. have four minutes. Well, we need to, to do we need to do an outro then, okay? We're going to oh, do right, the quickest fine. outro ever. What would you be fine? We have to do it. Chronomancer and Virtuoso are getting distortion back. They are. We're going to have go over all the patch stuff maybe next week Jeb because there's some juicy stuff that came out of that live stream yeah. I will post. yeah I will be doing my engineer video on that tonight I will go over that and I will react to a video so that would be something I would be doing on YouTube but yeah we could we could do a balanced patch stream next week if people want to uh we've not really done one fully before we could and do. if anyone here is screaming outside their windows before this is posted that probably was me reading the patch notes it's okay. I used to do I used to do videos and stuff all the time on those. So I'm I'm fine with doing that. We can do that for sure. Um okay. Oh wow, okay, there's some there's some stuff. Yeah, everyone keeps saying big changes, big changes. Yeah, I, people are probably like, oh, why didn't you do that today? I was like, well, the story came out as well. What do you want me to do, man? Like, there's loads of stuff. This is the thing. This is the good thing about Guild Wars 2. There is a lot going on. That's good. That's cool. If I can't cover all the stuff that's going on, that's good. <laughs> that's a good thing. I don't know. That also, not, that's a good problem. I want to bring this up just as, again as a newer player. I think what's also incredible with this game is there's so much content. They've now made it so the story is one linear thing. There's a lot of great stuff, but also that the devs actually like take in what the community says. Maybe not as much as some members might think that they should, but it's a lot <laughs> more than a lot of other companies. And yeah. My thing is when there was a big thing that happened last June, there was a lot of just um, unsavory things and just like disagreements all around that they've changed things around and they're actually like being proactive about this, which I think is really cool as a player to this game newer that makes me want to keep on playing because it seems that they want to keep things in our best interest as long as well as keeping it with their vision of how the game should be. 
Agreed. Let's they, go. They, they do give a fuck. They do. They give yeah. lots of fucks <laughs> all the time about all the things. And that's that why is... we love them. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we're going to do we're these gonna outros. We're going to have to outro because we have to go because Boost has got to go. Right, very quick. Two seconds. Like, tell us what you do, where you do it. And then we'll be going and we'll be raiding someone. Um, sorry, that's someone go first. Uh, Glenn. Hello, my name is Glenn Angel. That's Glenn Angel, but make it Spanish. I'm Dominican, non-binary. My pronouns are they, he, she. I'm a content creator on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, all the things. But I'm taking a break because of mental health reasons. If you like Gilbert's 2 and Final Fantasy XIV, you'll find me on Twitch at Glenn Angel, G-L-E-N-N. A-N-G-E-L. Um, if you like to see some sketch comedy, you can see that on my YouTube, the same username. But if you also want to see some memes, you can find me on Twitter and on TikTok at Hello Glen Angel. Awesome. Uh, Fornax, next. Thank you, Glenn, for being uh, here. I appreciate you. I'm Fornax. I'm the Crichton Herald. If you type Crichton Herald into YouTube, you'll find me. If you type Crichton Herald into Twitch and Twitter, you'll find me there as well. I make Guild Wars 2 content primarily, although I keep threatening to expand into other games. Um, um, please check out my channel and please show this podcast lots of love. There you go. Yeah, Rookery as well. Thank you very much, Fornax, for being on Rookery, please. Yes, hello, I'm Rookery. I love doing everything in the games that I play, from casual role-playing all the way to end-game and hardcore content. Um, I mostly play Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2. They're my favorite MMOs, but I love MMOs as a genre, so we love talking about them, um, be it the content, the lore, the story, the world, or characters, or otherwise, or just having a good laugh about butts, which is also great. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv, Rookery, spelled R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can find me over on YouTube, at the same where we have uh, playthrough reaction content and some lore videos and other creative projects and you can find me on twitter at rookery underscore um again that's r-o-o-k-u-r-i at the end um and how it's spelled that's Thank it you that's it very much for being here again as well rookery legend and boots that's things boots uh that's me and world of vendors on youtube and uh twitter and uh, yeah, sometimes I stream also on Twitch at Boots underscore. Amazing. And I am Jebro. Thank you, Boots, as well, for being here. Appreciate you as always, my friend. Um, wow. The music doesn't want to come on. I'm Jebro. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you chuck a follow live here on Twitch. Or if you're on YouTube, chuck a like, comment, subscribe, throw it around to your friends. Um, people are loving the episode. It's growing every week. I'm loving the amount of it's just it's just awesome it's it's been good to just have so many people enjoying this podcast and coming and talking about it and it's just been great um we will see you next time on the Lightbringers podcast which is gonna be next week which it looks like we're just gonna talk about ballots uh so we could do that but we could also talk maybe about maybe we'll put some other stuff in there as well but maybe balance will just take out the whole thing <gasps> It's going to be a chill one. Today's been an awesome episode. We've been talking about season one, episode four, the re-release, um, and there's one more to go. Otherwise, thank you so much for watching. Take care. I'm trying to get some outro music going, but I don't know what's going on. So instead, I'm going to sing it myself. Goodbye. We were blessed with that.